0: What's up, guys? Welcome to Spawncast Saturday night. And uh, got a couple people here. Now, Philip and Max won't be joining tonight. They had uh, some stuff they had to attend to, but we have Evan, of course. We have Joey. Uh, And then we also have Jesse from Game Over Jesse joining at some point, probably in the next couple minutes. But let's start with Evan. Evan, how are things going for you, man, this whole past week?
1: All right. It's been crazy getting tons of stuff done.
0: Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of, I saw you doing a lot of artwork on on the Twitch channel. So, a bit more of that. Yeah, that's good. That's good, man. Do you play anything good this past week?
1: Uh, nothing really. I'm still holding off, kind of waiting for some things to drop. Uh, I was looking into a couple uh, Brawler beat-em-up games that just came out recently, but didn't pick any of them up yet. What was
0: that one you were telling me about, the the one you were looking at that looked pretty cool? Oh, uh, geez. Uh, <laughs> hang on. Yeah, you, to, you, you, were, you were kind of pointing it out to me, and I was like, oh, that looks pretty cool because it's like a throwback to different beat-em-up games from like the 16-bit era.
1: Yeah, it had moments in it that felt heavily like kind of the old uh, teenage mutant ninja turtles games and some others. Yeah,
0: yeah. When I, when you were telling me about it, I was like, ah, that sounds pretty cool. And uh, I didn't really look into it any further though. But um, that's that's fine though. If you want to look it up and let me fight, let me know. Fight and rage. Fight and rage. Okay, cool. Fight and rage. Yeah, I was still gonna look at that one. But um, let me move over to uh, to Joe. Um, how are things going this past week, man? I, I know you had a bit of an adventure the past couple weeks.
2: Oh, yeah, I did. I did. I did. I went to Bethesda, yeah. played some Doom. I'm going to talk about that in a bit. But uh, lately, I've been playing some. I'm playing my Switch a little bit. Got review codes for. Uh, I got a review code for Steamroll Dig 2. I've been playing the hell out of that game. Actually, I bought it. Uh, they gave it to me on PC, the review code. But then the next day, I bought it on Switch when it came out because it's like, I have to. Either Image Inform deserves my money anyway. Love that game. It's so super fun. Review coming for that soon on Nerd Reactor. And uh, chicken wiggle, I'm just repping that out there because a game hasn't sold very well unjustly. If you have a 3ds, get it, you won't regret it. It's only 10 bucks, so just show a good content creator, show a good game creator your love. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> Steam World, yeah, Steam
0: World Dig 2 is good, it's a good
2: game, it really is. It's Super addicting. addicting,
0: yeah. I've been playing it, I got a review code on the PC also, like a while ago. Um, and uh, I've been playing it a good bit. It's it's fun, it's fun, and it works with. Controllers right away. I plugged the Xbox controller and it came right up and played right away.
2: Yeah, I started with the PS4 controller and showed the button prompts for the PS4. I haven't used the DualShock 4 on PC much. I think that was the first time I used it on my PC, and it came with the button prompts. I don't know if that's a new thing, but yeah.
0: Oh, John, John Steele, of course, dropping in about soon. I see so much stuff about dave already now he's he's not banned i just don't i just don't want to get him roasted in the chat or anything you know you know how it gets Seriously. online on the internet so no he's not banned this is just we're uh, <laughs> we're waiting for the for the announcement um and you know what i'll probably have him on after the announcement mm-hmm.
2: that happens so
0: <laughs> oh look look at that jesse jumped in
2: finally right, just got out of the shower
0: <laughs> jesse what's up man i think he's still connecting I don't think he can't hear us yet
2: Oh, you know.
1: guys, I'm
3: I'm here. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 what
0: happens when you do doing live. <laughs> yeah,
3: I was uh, literally like about to get in the shower whenever I first got
0: the invite for
3: the thing. So Got oh, me, gotcha. apologize gotcha. everybody. No it's,
0: no, it's good, good, good. We were just we were just talking about what we've been playing uh, this past week. You haven't missed much. Um, how what how you been doing, Jesse?
3: I have been great. How have you all been doing?
0: We're we're, we're, good. we're in good shape. Um, how? What did you play? Anything good this past week?
3: Uh, this past week, I've just been playing a bit more of uh, Breath of the Wild and uh, A Link Between Worlds on the 3DS, actually. Oh, interesting. Going back to that, huh? That's, that's interesting. Yeah. Trying I, to like, I, like
2: I like your Ewan Racing gaming chair, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Sponsor. Sp- <laughs> yeah.
0: Are they just, they're just giving out chairs now, too? I don't, man, I don't see any good sponsors yeah, right now. never man, get good man. chairs, man. This chair <laughs> sponsored by Staples that I had to give money to. <laughs>
3: well, I, I think uh, Joey and I just got lucky uh, becoming
0: friends with Holly. So. Exactly. Oh, there you go. There you go. Uh, yeah, people are asking chat. Max and Philip are both off dealing with real world things, real life uh. stuff. You know, the stuff that gets in the way of of the important stuff. You know, like podcasts late at night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, no, they're 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 off doing some personal things. They already let me know about it. Uh, but I, I got we have people here to. To help us get through the podcast tonight so it's it's all good um so do we just want to i mean do we want to jump right in joe for Let's the um the, the the doom stuff do you want to tell your your tale of the doom adventure
2: okay so uh for those of you who don't know i write for nerdreactor.com when i'm not working on commonwealth realm and i'm not doing my youtube i do too many damn things but um basically i was invited out to san francisco to their gameplay preview tour uh, where they were just showing the game journalists their new upcoming software, like Wolfenstein, which I'm not allowed to talk about just yet. Not on the Switch, though. I'll just tell you that right now. It was on PC. But um, uh, Evil Within 2, Skyrim on Switch, and their VR titles as well. And uh, and they also said when I got there... Oh, by the way, they, they did not mention this in the email whatsoever that I got. They said, we have a new Switch game. And in my head, I was thinking, it's probably a port, because I don't think they're just going to pull a brand new Switch game out just out of nowhere... Unless they kept it for us for like years, which they didn't, and but going through my head, I was thinking, what if this is Doom? Because Doom was like is like the one game, third party game that I really, really wanted to play on Switch. It was my Game of the Year, 2016. I've been playing the Switch like more than my other consoles and PC combined this year. And And lo and behold, I walk in. I have to walk past the Switch section to go play Wolfenstein on the PC in the other room, and then I notice. A little like little piece of paper saying, "Here's how to play Doom on the Switch," and I was just like, "Oh my God, <laughs> this is real!" Did it, did it ever what? cross
0: your Did it ever cross your mind that it could have been like Fallout or something like that?
2: It crossed my mind that it could have been. I don't think Fallout because I think they still want to push Skyrim more than anything. Because what about like uh,
0: Evil Within Two possibly being? I,
2: I saw Prey more than anything because Prey oh, okay. already <laughs> Prey came out and uh, it's it's. I don't see a lot of people talking about it. I just restarted replaying sure. it earlier, and it's, it's a really the, good
1: game. I think the early conversation for it was it was interesting early, but then it got repetitive for most. So, mm-hmm. and they,
2: I mean, they, they, a,
0: they recently revamped the entire multiplayer. Is that... Oh, wait, uh, very Prey is multiplayer? No, no, I'm, I'm sorry. I was, about, <laughs> I was talking about Doom, sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Prey is actually a good game. It's just it, it mm. flew under the radar heavily.
2: It did, um, yeah. But it doesn't you, help.
0: But okay, so so go on with your with your with your doom story. Were, were there a bunch of other people there that you knew, like uh, like from other places and everything? Other,
2: uh, I mean, I saw I saw Sean Rittigan, Finnegan from IGN there. Um, <laughs> Like I met him one time. I don't think he remembers me, but uh, I saw <laughs> I saw Andre from Game Explain there, but I didn't even say hi because he was in line getting busy. Um, and yeah, no nobody really that I knew by face. Uh, just a bunch of other gaming outlets there, like GameSpot. I talked to some people from GameSpot there because they were recording Doom footage, and uh, and I was just like, "This is this is nuts." Where I'm playing, I see Doom. This was the day before the game was officially announced, so nobody saw this coming there was no hint of it at all and here it is right in front of me on a switch running and i'm playing it and of course the first thing that pops to my head is okay it's 30 frames per second but i immediately get over that because it's doom on a handheld like doom 2016 on a handheld
0: i was gonna say was it was it distracting with the frame rate being halved or was it something you saw and then you kind of got over with
2: it's something I saw and got over with. What was distracting though was I'm used to playing Doom on a mouse and keyboard, and trying to play on a pro controller while it's just the it's just the tablet screen on the table, and the viewing angle wasn't that good. I was just like, uh, but other than that, I got over the controller, and it plays as well as it does in like a PS4 and Xbox One. I would assume because they also use controllers, but yeah, I was playing it, and it feels exactly like I'm playing Doom. There, it doesn't feel like there was other than the frame rate and, like, a few graphical downgrades that I couldn't really notice on that small screen, it was, it felt like Doom. Like, I was just playing ve- Doom with very little compromises.
0: Now, they, let, they let you play, uh, like, 30 minutes, right? The first 30 minutes?
2: I mean, uh, like, it was a very, I don't want to say disorganized event, but, you know, people just walking around playing whatever. Like, they were jumping <laughs> <Really>? back. <laughs> yeah,
0: really.
2: Um, like, the Wolfenstein and Evil Within were, like, the and the VR games were, like, like the ones that were like controlled and stuff but the switch games they were there people were just like okay play it if you want there's no bit station just play it so I did play like the first 30 minutes of the first level and the same amount of enemies are on screen they move just as well as they do on the PC and console and uh, and then I went into then I went into the arcade mode and every single level was playable mm-hmm. every single one from the beginning to end wow. so
0: okay
2: I was like this game's coming soon. So I wasn't too surprised when they said it was coming out in the holiday because I'm just like this game's ready. It's practically everything
0: ready. was done. Yeah, wow. They kept that a secret like really well. Like yeah, nothing really. ever leaked out about it. I'm actually surprised nobody left that event and never put anything online. That's actually mm-hmm. shocking because it was. I thought it was like the day after the direct. It was before, like the public even knew about this game.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, seriously. And it was. And I knew they were going to announce the direct the next day. I just thought, why wouldn't they? As soon as I saw that headline, two major shooters announced uh i was like okay one of them's doom what's the other one? Oh, it's wolfenstein pleasant surprise
0: <laughs> yeah r- really a big surprise actually just because mm-hmm. it's um it's a game that i think a lot of people figured wouldn't be on the switch just because we didn't know it would run on the switch i mean we didn't even think we didn't know if doom would run on it doom runs wolfenstein two runs now now it's becoming less and less surprising when these bigger games get announced on the switch so though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, going to be very interesting um, but so you said it, it seemed to play fine did you notice anything like uh, like where the, the visuals like dip down what I mean by like that is like the frame rate drop when you were playing it at all like did you notice anything like jarring when you're playing it I mean
2: the frame rate might have dropped a little bit but the fact that I don't even remember if it did just goes to show mm-hmm. how insignificant it was if it did happen like it was pretty much 30 frames per second steady throughout the whole way I played the first level I didn't beat any of the levels because you know, it was a big event distracting people were asking me hey do you Want to interview somebody? And I'm like, shut up, I'm playing Doom. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, oh, I man, was.
0: You could interview people. There were a lot of people. I could have.
2: I was so that, mad when I did it.
0: That asked questions, but they didn't ask the right ones. Like, no one mm-hmm. actually asked about frame rate, which was weird. Like, mm-hmm. people had to send messages back. And it was really funny. A lot of people reported, I guess, because they couldn't figure it out. Um, a lot of people reported that it was, like, 60 frames per second, <laughs> which was really funny. And that, that should tell you how hard it can be at times, especially on a handheld like that, how hard it is to tell certain frame rates, um, if you haven't seen them. Like, I think I would be able to tell. You obviously can tell. I'd be tell. able to. absolutely. Um, and uh, especially because we've had a lot of... Ex- like, I play Doom a lot. I like Doom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was playing it the other day because I did the uh, comparison between 60 and 30, and I put it out on Twitter. Um, oh, there... There you go, uh, Joe. Joey, uh, uh, shout out to Commonwealth Realm from Va Wolfos. So shout out Hi. to Commonwealth <laughs> Realm, of course. I've worked with them in the past. They're good people. <laughs> uh, Joey okay. and Joey and Conrad. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah, Doom Doom looks good. Doom looks good. I'm glad to hear it worked mm-hmm. well. Did the um, Let me ask you a question. D- the joysticks they, they don't have a lot of travel to them. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, did that that Did that bug you when you're playing it, or was it not a big deal?
2: I didn't feel like a big deal to me. Like I don't know, it was just because I was on the high of holy shit. I'm playing Doom on the Switch. What's going on <laughs> right, right now? Right. But it it played fine to me. Like like a part like it felt like I was just playing Doom like as I normally would on a on a night where I'm just like I just want to play some Doom on PC. Of course, it's not running at 60 frames per second. But it's like when when you got when you want to shoot demons on the toilet, you got to make some compromises. And I thought 30 was was a fine compromise. There was still a couple of things. Like I said, I wish I did interviews, but I wasn't prepared to do any. Like I didn't have, didn't bring my audio equipment or anything because I didn't think, okay, this is going to be gay. Cause I thought, okay, this is going to be games. We already know are happening. So what's, what's the point? And then doom happens. And I'm just like, shit, should have brought my <laughs> notepad or something. But yeah. Um, but I know from what I understand, this is a different studio that's working on the switch port. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, or it's um, it it's pa-
0: okay. panic button is doing it, and yeah, it's um, the same button.
3: people working on
0: Rocket um, League. Yeah, yeah, okay, so,
3: that's interesting.
0: Yeah, so they are becoming very quickly the uh the experts at porting to the Switch apparently for these big mm-hmm. kind of games. Like, I feel like Doom is probably the biggest undertaking they've they've had so far. Obviously, I don't know what else they're working on now because I can tell you now Doom's port like port job had to have started like like seriously probably. Sh- man, I want to say like February, (laughs) March, like it would have had to have started right around there. It's not like Mm -hmm. they started this last month and hey, look, it's ready. Um, It's been a while. Wasn't there an article where they
3: said that Nintendo came up to them at some conference uh, like CES or something like that and was like, hey, we want you to check out this new stuff. And then they immediately started working on stuff. I feel like I read an article on uh, Go Nintendo a few days ago talking about it.
0: Yeah, it was interesting. I, I saw a video that's <laughs> from Dave, but last yeah. year, I think he talked about Doom on the Switch. Is that uh, right? Which is very interesting. Yeah, he said he, I think it was in a video where he talked about how there were leads about it, Doom in, on the Switch or something. Um, mm-hmm. So it's, it's probably been in the works for a while. Yeah, uh, I would imagine
2: is, it takes over about a yeah. year to port this game.
0: Yeah, and Wolfenstein 2 not coming out 2018 tells you how long it takes to port these things, so Exactly.
2: Um, it's um it's
0: gonna And what's interesting about Wolfenstein 2 and I noticed this, uh, it's coming out soonish, right? I think mm-hmm. it comes out Spring. Same, same day as oh, wait. Um, Like the the one we know about, same day as Mario Odyssey, right?
2: Yeah, exactly. I thought you meant the Switch version is coming out early 2018, but no, yeah, this Wolfenstein's coming out on the 27th October same day. day
0: what's gonna be interesting though is is wolfenstein 2 gonna stand out from the crowd especially with mario odyssey because you know that day is going to be absolute insanity for mario odyssey <sighs> um
2: uh, yeah, really. i think
0: there's something else coming out that day too assassin's creed assassin's creed so i have a mm-hmm. i have a serious feeling that wolfenstein is going to get kind of buried it's going to be like the third game that comes out mm-hmm. that day because assassin's creed will be above that and i can tell you now mario odyssey will be the big hype game out mm-hmm. that day that'll probably be number one and they will go down yeah yeah you know, um I'm curious if Wolfenstein 2 won't sell as well as they want there and then on the switch more people pick it up because maybe it's in a different time of the year when there's not as many games coming out it's gonna be very interesting
2: mm. to see that you know I feel um, like Wolfenstein does have the advantage of name recognition because Wolfenstein's a very old game franchise it's older than doom I think and um mm-hmm. but on top of that it does but that's review policy it does not help man like you don't give review codes out like a week two weeks in advance then nobody's gonna People look at Metacritic nowadays to decide what game am I going to buy. Now that's coming out on days where two other huge juggernauts are coming out. It's just like, what are you going to do, Bethesda? I mean, I'm still buying Wolfenstein 2, day one, because I love the first one. But still, it's like you got to have other people. I think that's what didn't help Prey, and that's how it got kind of swept under the bus.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. You really a lot of people look for those reviews before they go to the store. Like hear the games coming mm-hmm. out, and they want to make sure it's not a broken mess, um, mm-hmm. you know, and they want to know is it is there enough content here for sixty bucks? And if the reviews aren't there, like day one, they maybe they hold off for a week, but then oh, a week passes and something else good comes out that does have a review mm-hmm. day one, and they forget about that game. And I think you're right. Prey, I think, really got hurt by that policy. Mm-hmm. Exactly. so they might want to I really think they should rethink that even if they don't send out as many review codes they should consider at least like IGN or you know the bigger guys that get the traffic exactly. and everything um, if, if they want their stuff to sell Wolfenstein at least has some notoriety but did you guys hear about what Prey should have been did you hear about the ending that was supposed to be that never was and all this stuff?
2: <laughs> it sounded I didn't even insane. beat. I didn't even beat Prey, but tell me about this ending.
0: The the new Prey, Okay, so the the idea behind the new Prey. Um, did you you guys remember the old trailer, right? The the the. Do you guys do you guys remember the old old trailer? Evan, you remember what Prey Two was supposed to be like, right? I, I
1: <laughs> yes, that's why I didn't pick up this one just because it's anger. It
0: looks like <laughs> it was sheer it was like anger. It was like, this, it was like this kind of this futuristic. Timeline yeah, you play, and, and played
2: a. Uh,
1: it was an air marshal that got abducted during the events of the first prey game, and then you just become basically a bounty hunter across multiple planets in the universe.
0: Well, here's <laughs> here's what was gonna here's what was gonna happen. Uh, all the way at the end, you're gonna infiltrate some base um, to basically as the big showdown at the end. And when you get there, there's a part at the end where you look over and you see a bunch of you, like a bunch of your bodies, dead on in the corner. And they tell you that every time you died in the game, you were actually like reincarnated in a copy of yourself, and no those way. are all of your dead bodies from when you were running around like dying in the game. And that it it's different depending on how many of how many times you died. That's crazy. It was supposed to be the big reveal, big like you know mind blown thing at the end of the at the end of the um the game. It sounded really cool. There was um there's a whole write up. I'm trying to remember who did it. There was a whole write up on it. I think it might have been Eurogamer, but mm-hmm. it was a really cool sounding ending. But then it turns into what it is now, which again is supposed to be like I, it was supposed to be like kind of like the Truman effect or Truman Show kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but uh, it was it was interesting. But I mean, okay, so mm-hmm. go go ahead, go ahead, Jeff.
2: I mean, I I not to dwell on Prey two too much, but um, oh. I'd like to I'd like to think that maybe Bethesda kind of knew what they were doing and saw maybe Prey two wasn't going to be as good as people thought it was going to be uh, because because um, Bethesda kind of kind of, like, knows, like, what they kind of want uh, to put out. But, you know, that's still a really cool concept, and I want them to revisit that because, yeah, Prey 2017 is nothing like Prey 2 is going to be. With the exception of taking place in our space. But I I
1: mostly just think the tech wasn't there because I feel like even during the tech demos, if you saw what they said they wanted and then would see other games from around that time, I don't Mm -hmm. think the engines had the full potential to be able to pull off the completely intricate AI and interactions Mm -hmm. and large worlds where, like people just wander around and do stuff. You'll run into so many just random people. That's uh, fair. I genuinely don't think they could have done it. I think all those tech demos were just pre-records or something.
2: hmm That's probably what that's probably what happened. I mean, it was sound happened in No Man's Sky, but i hear I heard they fixed that.
0: <laughs> so um let's uh okay, so did the did the switch feel like hot or warm to you? TJ, I'm trying to figure out how hard this game Doom has to be pushing <laughs> the system. I mean, did, did did you hear like was the fan audible? Was it did it sound like it was really? I didn't really hear by this game.
2: Man, those are things I didn't even try and consider when playing the game. But as far as I can tell, it wasn't that hot. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's like the hottest game that runs on the Switch right now? Like, is uh, it... I
0: think I think believe it or not, when I did my tests, I believe it was Fast RMX.
2: Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but as far as I can tell, there wasn't really anything like super hot about it or okay. stuff like that. But, but as far as I can tell, doom 2016 is like, well, first of all, it tech six, let's talk about that engine. It's like, yeah, one that, of the is
0: a, most, that is a legit engine. Yeah. <laughs> it's the
2: most ridiculously optimized engines I have ever seen, which is why most like low end rigs are able to run that game at like 1080 60 max, everything flawlessly. And, uh, and it also uses the Vulkan API, which I don't know much about, like, the technology side did of they,
0: um Did they confirm that it was doing that on the Switch? I didn't ask, but I didn't uh, hear that something curious
2: about. Yeah, I didn't hear anything about it either. I feel like somebody would have asked that, though. But, um, yeah. yeah, I didn't hear anything. But I know I know Switch supports Vulkan, so it wouldn't does, surprise yeah. me if that were the case. Because I don't know
0: the- any other games that use Vulkan on the Switch right now, though. That was, no, that's I why it would have really been really interesting.
2: Yeah, yeah, I only know that... I don't know any other games in general that use Vulcan except Doom. What other games use Vulcan? Oh,
0: gosh. Um, there's Um What's the other one called? It's on PC, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. Shoot. Uh,
2: yeah, Wolfenstein, 2. 2. Wolfenstein 2 also runs on the same engine. So when I saw Doom running on Switch, I was thinking, Wolfenstein 2 could run. Oh, the
1: Prince of hole uses
3: Vulcan,
0: Do- Dota, Dota 2. Dota 2, that's what it was. Dota Roblox. 2. Roblox. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. I remember Dota 2. That was the big one I remember. More um, engines
2: need to start using Vulkan, I swear, like, seriously. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, it's um, it's definitely really good for AMD cards. That's where it's really good. Um, I have an AMD
2: card, so, yeah. There you go, good <laughs>
0: enough, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's pretty interesting. Yeah, that would have been something I would have been really curious about if it was running something like Vulkan or if it was using a different mm-hmm. uh, API under the Switch. Because so it has a couple it can use. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's That's good to hear, though. It sounds overall like you didn't ask about, I mean, I guess they can't even tell you what battery life is or anything
2: nah i mean i figured that's why i didn't really do an interview i figured there was some stuff they couldn't tell me but i was also i didn't cross my mind that oh wait they're telling me doom is coming to the switch when that information (laughs) hasn't been leaked to the public yet i'm such an idiot (laughs) (laughs) that's
0: awesome and then no docked nothing docked right it was all i
2: was i really wanted to see it docked to see like what what this version was probably missing but you could see like screenshots of the game they gave us in the press kit it's not like when Call of Duty would release on the Wii and you could just clearly tell this looks like a freaking Nintendo 64 game compared <laughs> to like yeah. the PS3 and 360 versions of the game no this is a quality port coming to a Nintendo platform a platform that like is not nearly as powerful as like the Xbox One or anything I don't know about nearly I mean I don't I don't know like exactly the power gap between the switch and the Xbox one but like it's clearly good enough it's able to run this game at like a tolerable setting and most most casual gamers they're fine with 30 frames per second I'm fine with 30 frames per second unless I'm playing on my PC and it's like knowing that this is a port of doom that you can play on the bus yeah that is like I'm buying this game on switch as well
0: yep that's a trade-off you you have to make for that but you're right the, the thing that we have online, obviously, there, there's the conception that 60 frames is better than 30, and that, that is not even a really a conception that's true. But, of mm-hmm. course, like you said, Joey, most most mainstream people don't even know what I just said, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> if you're going to talk to people. Like, like I said, Evan knows exactly what I'm talking about here. The people that would come to the store, buy games from us, we would explain those things to them. And they wouldn't care. They would just ask, you know, can I can I shoot people in this game? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's all there was to it. But it's yeah. an interesting topic that really, I mean, it really blew up online as you guys probably saw the past couple of days when that once that embargo lifted and uh, uh, it came out that it was thirty frames per second, people lost their mind.
2: And I'm just like, ah, you're playing Doom on the go, man. Like, get over it.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's kind like, of what you have to go into with that. Mm-hmm.
2: Like, let's be be honest, if you want Doom, like, at 60 frames per second, like, you're going to, you probably own a, if frame rate matters that much to you, you probably own a PC already. Like, this version of Doom is not marketed towards, like, the most freaking hardcore gamers. This is marketed towards the people who are looking to play shooters on the Switch or just anything on the Switch. And Bethesda is smart. Somebody pointed this out to me that Bethesda is smart to jump in on the Switch with Wolfenstein and Doom because the, the shooter market on the Switch is, like, not even there.
0: Right. Yeah, right mm-hmm. yeah. It's about it's about making money. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
2: <You know>? Believe <laughs> it or not, everyone's can, trying to make money out here.
0: <laughs> yeah, people are gonna. People might like I said. You, you know, the, the the hardcore PC enthusiasts. It's definitely not the Xbox uh, enthusiast. I can tell you that now because the Xbox version doesn't run at sixty frames per second. It doesn't half the time. It it does. Okay but it dips a lot. I noticed this because I got it on the Xbox originally when it when it came out because it was actually sent over to me a while. I remember this it was sent to me. Um this was a while ago and uh, I remember I was playing it and it was not running as well as I thought it was going to. Like there were dips. Um I, there were there were like resolution drops. I can't tell that as easily though. Obviously when there's <laughs> dynamic resolution happening, but the framerate would drop and then Digital Foundry did their stuff and um, it turned out that the I wasn't wrong. The Xbox One version was dropping into the 40s. When there Damn. was a lot of action happening, so yeah, the PS4 version did better, but it's um, it's definitely not. All right, so you're gonna get the best experience on the PC if you want Doom sixty frames, buy it on a PC. <laughs> exactly. Like, you know, that's that's what I'll tell you now.
2: Mm-hmm. It's interesting, really, but yeah, and Wolfenstein Two is coming. I'm excited for that. We don't know anything about it, but I imagine it's also gonna run at thirty. But you know, that's yeah. a yeah, that's very, I would say too. Yeah. yeah, that's also a very good. That's like a game that is like arguably the most, like, the more mature out of, like, Doom and stuff. Because it's, like, the themes and, like, so much adult stuff happening. Nazis are everywhere. And and it's, like, they got some really mature humor in it. It's, it. it's in the audience that the Switch, Um, I don't even know what I'm saying right now. But it's definitely, like, filling out that mature void that the Switch does not have right now, right the second. Same with Ellie Noir. But yeah, that's another story.
0: La Noir I mean, is interesting true. because that's an extremely adult game. I don't think people realize Seriously? that that is more adult most times than Red of, of Five. <laughs>
2: exactly. Like you're literally examining dead naked women's bodies, and they don't—they show you everything.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's a very it's a interesting game. game. Um, it's a cool game, but it's very—it's more interesting that's coming to VR, to be honest. I think than the Switch. Oh, yeah, I think it works in VR. Um, But so, I mean, Evan, what are your thoughts here on the 60 versus 30 debate with portability and and all this stuff happening right now?
1: I mean, if you're aiming for portability, there's going to be sacrifices made. The only thing I'm really interested in is at this point in time with how games are and how, like, their efficiencies kind of work out in these systems, that sort of makes Doom kind of like the high end for the Switch in this moment in terms of visual fidelity. So, I mean, at what you're saying it looked like when you played it, that – it's great because we should be able to see more games with whole different like genres, fighting and otherwise, that have a similar visual fidelity
0: and still be you able. to... About, you get talking started. Dragon Ball Fighters over there?
1: Yeah, <laughs> but but if you can, if you consider Dragon Ball Fighters, isn't actually as visually demanding. That's true. Anymore, it's not. It's it not. it yeah. easily be able to hit the the switch even at mm-hmm. higher frame rates, if not sixty mm-hmm. something in between.
0: So so probably oh, seven twenty sixty, I could see.
1: Yeah, really hopeful exactly. they they pull that off. But it's it's kind of cool. Because in most consoles' lifetimes, it's usually near the end when we start seeing the games that utilize its full potential, and we're starting to see maybe like a mid to if not like almost full potential out of a really powerful game, but still be able to like achieve that power on a Mm -hmm. system that you could look at and go, but that's less powerful than others. How is it doing it? And it's doing well.
0: (laughs) If you watch, it's really funny. If you watch, I did a whole video on the Tegra. Line in the history but uh if you watch the digital foundry video you can tell how amazed he is that this that this mobile processor is running doom like he is really <laughs> taken aback and if you if you're really into technology like i am and others you probably understand why he was like that because that's a literally a processor that exists in tablets today
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's
0: very nuts. very crazy to think about that i mean it was it's that's a game that was pushing the ps4 and the xbox one hard and now here it is showing up on something that is in tablets. And believe it or not, that processor, the X1, is from 2015. So, so it's an old, It's not even a new processor. The X2 is out. The uh, The next one, with Xavier of Volta, is coming out. And those, I think Xavier Volta might be closer. It'll be between the Xbox One and the PS4 more than likely in terms of power. Yeah. And that's nice. due out next year more than likely. So mm. we're getting to that point where the Switch's next jump when it, you know, I'm t- I don't think we're going to upgrade for the Switch, to be honest, for like five years from now. I think it's going to be a while.
2: Makes sense. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and uh, that jump will be pretty large. And the other systems will be pretty much spinning their wheels with 4K, you know, fighting that off. Whereas mm-hmm. we'll get a almost probably close enough to a ps4 experience at 1080p on the go with that which would be mm-hmm. ridiculous right <laughs> it'd be so. absolutely
2: ridiculous i can't wait but between now and then man we're gonna have a we're gonna have a hell of a good generation with the switch i hope i happens.
0: think the switch will do well i do mm-hmm. i i think it'll get uh i there's been a lot of concern about the third-party support going forward you know after 2018 maybe even because then more than likely the PS5 and I don't even know what you call the next Xbox. What do you even call it? It's either Xbox 2 or Xbox Z. I hope <laughs> they don't say. It. I, don't, I hope it's not Xbox Z. <laughs>
2: I wonder if they're even gonna. I wonder if they're just gonna start making Xbox One X exclusives. You know, because that system mm-hmm. is super powerful. To give them that credit, it is really powerful. It's probably more powerful than my PC right now. But well, here's
0: the problem. Here's the problem with that. Uh, mm-hmm. it, the Xbox One X is more powerful than a lot of people's computers, absolutely. But here's the issue with with doing that. Um, by the time they even consider that, the PS Five will be announced. Like,
3: mm-hmm.
0: as soon as the PS Five is announced, it's the Xbox One X is yesterday's news. You know?
2: Jeez, they really these companies really screwed over console generations. Let me tell you. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's um it's it's interesting um how all this is working out now because you have everybody announcing systems at different times. We used to go in blocks where the generations were known. You know, you would go like this generation starts now. Okay, PlayStation, Microsoft and and Nintendo are all going to release their systems right around the same time. Now it's mm. just all over the board. It's everywhere now, you know.
2: <laughs> absolutely nuts and it kind of scares me, you know, because <laughs> I don't know what the future holds
0: yeah yeah it's it's interesting um how this is all happening but uh, the whole thing with the xbox one x and the playstation is one of the most confusing situations i've ever seen
2: mm-hmm. It really
0: so is. i i mean Je- jesse you do you have um you have the ps4 uh do you have an xbox one also
3: yeah i have the one s i actually have the one x pre-ordered and i have a ps4 pro
0: nice yeah so, a ps4 pro my x did you get the scorpio edition pre-ordered Yes. Same here. Yes. I got the Scorpion <laughs> Edition pre-order. I'm ready to go get it. Um, got to open it up. Uh, but um, uh, I did the same thing. I have an S, and then I have the Scorpion Edition coming. Uh, but what did, do you have a 4K TV also? I
3: do. I bought it maybe uh, sometime around last uh, holiday season when they were on sale. Okay, um, okay. I've been able to play a few games in four K, the ones that the PS4 Pro allows, and then I have a laptop that I bought a few months ago that's capable of uh playing some games in four K. Not on high settings, but it has a 1060 in it, so it's oh.
0: decent. Yes, yes. Well, I mean, what's your take on that with four K and everything? Is it do you think it's worth it to be spending that kind of money on it or Um <sighs> If you can find the stuff
3: on sale, like if you can find a cheap enough TV or if you were planning on investing in a TV anyways, then go ahead and get a 4K TV and the consoles that they're releasing now. They're releasing at the same price that the base consoles first released at, so it's not like you're necessarily paying a huge premium compared to what people would have paid a few years ago. So... Yeah. um, If you're going out and you have absolutely nothing and you're going to buy a 4K TV, a new console, a bunch of games, then I don't think it's worth it at all. But uh, there's just something great about playing a game at 4K when you're completely immersed in the world. Not quite as large as the jump from going from like 480p to 1080p, but it's definitely nice
0: uh that's a very that's actually a very timely username doom on replay says uh thanks guys i really enjoy the show and watch it every day so thank <laughs> you for watching thank and you know. <laughs> um yeah no, no 4k is interesting it's 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 still not caught on with the mainstream i think they said something like 20 percent of tvs 30 percent of tvs in households mm-hmm. are, are still not there like those are all 4k and there's like another 80 to 78 percent of 1080p. There's a reason Michael Pactor keeps beating the drum of uh, they're not. It's not going to sell well because 4K isn't attached. It hasn't yet, but um, I think in four years we'll be at a point where 4K is like 1080p now, mm-hmm. um, and that's that's when more people will start buying into these systems.
2: Yeah, I, I was trying to buy a 4K TV last month but Best Buy screwed me over, uh, UPS screwed me over. It was a big deal. But um yeah, uh, I found this TCL one for about 600 and has everything I want on it, HDR, that kind of stuff and it works well. Nice. Yeah, nice. ratings give it a like a golden review and but I probably have to wait until Black Friday for that. But yeah, um but if when I eventually do get that 4K TV hopefully this year, I did recently buy an Xbox One S for the 4K Blu-ray player. I sold my my uh other xbox one but i don't see myself upgrading to a ps4 pro i think i just want to wait until the ps5 for that because this from what i can tell like on the pro like not every single game supports 4k it's just a couple of exclusives and most most tvs like most 4k tvs have good like 4k upscaling but even then like like, they're consoles to me, so I don't really care that much about the 4K on that. But, like, the 4K movies and stuff, I absolutely do care about all that stuff. And uh, I'll probably hook my PC up to that 4K, see how beautiful that looks. But, yeah, when it comes to 4K, I think the PS5 and uh, whatever the hell the next Xbox is going to be, I'm not going to get an Xbox One X because everything I can play on that, I can play on my PC. But, yeah. Um, but like the PS5 will nail the 4K, and I think maybe the next Xbox will as well.
0: Yep, so. you'll you'll see the. Uh, I think they they keep beating the drum about uh, six teraflops in mm-hmm. the X. Uh, you will see the PS5 will launch with ten teraflops. I'm gonna tell you that right now.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna sorry,
0: launch sorry. with ten f- teraflops, and then the Xbox whatever will be the exact same situation they'll probably announce they'll probably release the same thing at 10 teraflops and it'll be almost identical to the ps5 because <laughs> exactly. that's amd is not going to build a lot of those that's all i'm going to tell you um although mm-hmm. uh xbox might build direct x12 in to their hardware like they did with the x so that's very possible but at that point people will just stop caring so so yeah exactly it's it's going to be really weird they're going to have this weird arms race with, with resolution and they're going to get to a point where it won't matter. I mean, it, all right, so 1080p to 4K, Jesse, is it is it, like, super noticeable when you're playing?
3: Um, the best that I've noticed it was actually running uh, the Dolphin Emulator and playing Wind Waker in okay. 4K. Yeah. Uh, I was recording some gameplay for a video, and I was just, like, it blew me away. Even though it was, like, the older GameCube textures and everything, it wasn't as good as the wii Dude, version you gotta, you gotta load
0: up Seemu on that thing man
3: <laughs> yeah but it,
0: you, you own zelda you can do it go for it. Yeah, yeah. it
3: it looked absolutely amazing like i remember getting like right next to the tv just to see if i could see any of the jagged edges from like the super tiny pixels and i couldn't it looked great uh destiny 2 i played it on the ps4 it doesn't use uh it's not native 4k it Uses some yeah. yeah yeah it it looks really nice though uh You can definitely tell a difference between playing it on the 4K TV and then whenever I just played on my 1080p monitor. So there is a difference, even though it's not quite 4K. But if you're playing from across the room, I don't think it's something that's going to be that noticeable. You'd have to be on like face to face with like a 32 inch TV or bigger, which mm-hmm. or you
0: probably have to continue to blow up the screen, right? You have to make it larger yeah. and larger and larger till you're like movie theater size or something. To really that see
1: point, 4K projection might be the best possibility.
0: That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Um but then we yeah. then we're going to get into the situation where 8K is next. But I mean <laughs> is 8K even really needed at that point? Do we really need to go to 8K? That's it's the
2: human eye like <laughs> come on guys, can we stop with 5K
3: before games get to 8K? I want to see how great like movies come out where every single movie that releases is just shot in 8K. Yeah. You can already Darn buy
2: uh,
0: two. Yeah, YouTubers. There are some YouTubers now that are buying 8K cameras um, yeah. and using them. Uh, I think Linus. Good old Linus tick Yeah, he does it. Um, Marquise Brownlee does it. Uh, I thought I saw, I, on Twitter anyway, I thought I saw Rich from Review uh, post a picture of his ca- red camera. I, Why? Think came yeah, I, I, think, I
1: think I saw you favorite or retweet that. It was the red. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. It's. Re- I mean, I you don't see a lot of red cameras, so I usually favorite those. Exactly. <laughs> what, what's, what's Rich gonna
2: use? Does it just put gameplay footage? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. But when I see stuff like that, I go, yeah, that's really cool. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll like that because <laughs> it's yeah. you don't see those cameras. Uh, if you if you remember Linus's video and you go through it, um, it uh, it was like what sixty thousand. It didn't come with a battery. You had to buy the battery separately or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like.
3: I think it was like fifty thousand dollars in just accessories to <laughs> mount everything. Like seriously, a thousand dollars for an L bracket just so you can actually mount something else on it when it's just like a thousand dollar piece of metal. <laughs>
0: those, John Steele says guys. AK will also encompass other standards. He he's not wrong about that. We'll get to the point where AK will become the the standard. How long? I I don't know. It'll be. It'll be a while. I, I we, don't should,
2: we just need to stop at 4K. Like Dev I don't, already like, has
3: the
0: eight K monitor, so mm-hmm. good.
3: Lord. The potential's there.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm, I mean, I,
0: I assume the I assume the input lag is kind of low or high on it. I mean, um, because input lag on four K monitors is high. Like it's that's why I haven't even looked into one of those. I think I'd rather get a uh four K monitor for a computer rather than get a four K k TV right now. Um mm-hmm. because I could always hook up my PlayStation to that and it's gonna look super crisp. Um but uh it's the input lag is bad right now. 1440p is what you want to get for a computer monitor. Um, mm-hmm. oh, uh, Ch- Chad asked the, 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 the big question of the night is uh, can can you see Mario's nose hairs in 8, 8K? You probably can. <laughs> the bike did do a uh, an emulator, uh, I think it was in Dolphin where they did where they did a uh, uh, Mario Kart in 8K. Um, oh, good lord and they were like sorry we got they had to downsample it to 4k for youtube
3: <laughs> but they laid download they it. it was
0: like this massive file it was so large and it was like a minute of footage and it was like it was like i think it was like 2 gigabytes or something <laughs> mm. <laughs> so Crazy. a minute of footage
2: <laughs> but somehow um, that's less than i expected but you know
0: <laughs> but the res- the resolution war is very odd i will say that but it's uh, it's very odd it's it's people want these things without actually knowing what they are that's why they invented 4k um mm-hmm. because it's marketable you
2: know it's not exactly. they, they
0: didn't call 1920 by 10 or they didn't call 1080p 2k they called it 1080p so exactly
2: um
0: uh, but yeah, 1440p is awesome if you get that on your computer at 60 frames it's good stuff mm. um i might do that yeah it, it's worth it they're they're, they're like 300 dollars for a decent monitor that mm. that has everything you want at 1440p and uh 120 hertz i think is what you want or Sometimes when, people get 140
1: hertz, one uh,
0: I think you can also get 120 hertz. But yeah, it's yeah, like 144 hertz or 140 yeah, hertz. That's or whatever. like the
1: standard for like the high-end gaming stuff. If, yeah. If
3: you have a a way of playing 4K at 120 Hertz, then that's that's a bit too much for me. You, you, got like <laughs> a, you have like a ten thousand dollar PC there.
1: Just wipes over, the girl crawls out of the well and just climbs out of your screen and kills you. You're just like ah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Oh man, that's great. Oh, man. Uh, so we did, we did also get some, all right, so there's some interesting o- other stuff that was going on with the, l- let's get, let's get the resolution race for a minute. Let's go back to the switch for just for a few mm-hmm. minutes here. Um, did you guys, did you, did you, any of you guys play NBA 2K18 at all? At, no, anybody? No. Did anybody play it? No? That's fine. No, the game, I, I mean, we're just
1: mostly negative reviews on Steam.
0: This is, this is really funny. Yeah. Mostly negative. We'll talk about that in a second too. <laughs> did you see how big the save file is on the switch?
2: Five gigabytes. That's five gigabytes. The size of Mario Odyssey's install. Yes.
0: <laughs> Mario Odyssey is five point seven gigabytes.
2: <laughs> Ridiculous. And, and
0: here's NBA with five gigabytes.
2: Yeah, uh-huh. and it has to be the save file has to be on your switch, not on a micro yep. SD. Yep. Which is DS. insane.
0: Yeah, which is mm-hmm. absolutely insane. Because obviously you have another profile. Like let's say uh, uh Jesse, you have somebody else who wants to play your switch, you give them The switch and they start up NBA 2K and all of a sudden your switch is ten gigabytes less because you and them have a uh, have a save file, which is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like I feel like I'm I'm working with the PS2 days with the memory card and and these sports games now. (laughs) Um, I remember
3: it was I I believe it was on the Nintendo 64. I had NBA Jam, which was obviously another basketball game, and it was one of the generic memory cards that you'd put in the back of the controller, and the game took up the entire. Uh, amount of data that was on it. I don't entire remember exactly memory card, yep. what amount it was, but it took yeah. up the entire memory card when other games, which there wasn't very many games that I played that actually used memory cards because Zelda, Mario, a lot of them saved on the actual cartridge. So when you got a game and that one game took up the entire memory card, I was like, oh my god, what? Yeah, what I, I is remember this I like? remember
0: needing it for um Tony Hawk, I think was the game I played a lot that needed a memory card on the N64. But uh, mm-hmm. it was very common. You play Madden on a PS1, which I think I played a good bit of that. That was a while ago. But uh, you usually you would have a, a memory card, and you would write on the little piece of paper or the sticker thing on the memory card, you just write Madden on it, and that was it. That's <laughs> all the memory card was for. It was not saving anything else.
2: Good um, lord. How they it not was, learn?
0: It was ridiculous, yeah. So it's, it comes down to the memory situation with Nintendo right now, and that's what a lot of people are pointing to. There's a lot of people who are yeah. talking about their concern about the Switch going into next year. Um, with mm-hmm. the, with this low amount of memory, but I I mean I've pointed out after taking it apart several times, the memory storage in there is modular, which tells me they have plans to upgrade it in the future as these chips get cheaper. So I can say now in like a year there will be at least a 64 gigabyte switch on the market, and they'll probably bundle it with something, some big release. Metroid Prime comes out, here's Metroid Prime, and it comes with a 64 gig switch. You know, it's the Metroid mm-hmm. Pro- Prime bundle. They won't give you a discount; it'll still be you know 360, 360 dollars, but. 64 gigabyte uh switch with really cool Metroid Prime themed Joy Con and uh and like a maybe a print on the back of it with the dock. People would eat that up like crazy.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Give me that Joy Cons, give me them Metroid Joy Cons, man.
0: Yeah, right? I don't even know what color scheme they go with that. Maybe like a dark blue or something. I don't know. I was um, thinking,
2: I was thinking orange and green or something. I don't know. Orange red.
0: Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it's it's gonna be interesting next year because I have a feeling there are gonna be a bunch more switch releases uh that haven't been announced yet and yeah. they'd have to announce them in december probably um uh, with mm-hmm. probably another direct at that
2: point yeah uh maybe they'll have something at the game awards i don't know that's just my hope that the game
0: awards they, they had zelda there last year didn't they
2: they did yes the year before that they didn't really have anything they had the tribute to a lot but yeah it was a yeah. slow year
0: <laughs> yeah 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 but um i mean they they might put something in there because right now they're all you know they're they're full force with switches marketing right now so, mm-hmm. so i could see them just just throwing everything they can at that i mean they they rented mm-hmm. out a spot for zelda so mm-hmm. that's true um, uh, very interesting there and then um we we find out have you guys been watching any of the tokyo game show at all
2: yeah i watched sony's conference but that's about it of course he did everybody did <laughs> yeah, I, I watched uh Aww. i actually
0: watched
3: your live stream of the conference late at night so oh, did you? Oh, uh, cool. i didn't really I check it. out anything else
0: thanks for tuning in for that <laughs> um yeah, that was that was fun. I think a lot of people were were tuning into that one. <laughs> Um mm-hmm. because I think we were you know we were expecting something to big to happen. But, uh, yeah,
2: but part of me was just like when is, when is when was the last time Sony made dropped a big bombshell announcement at TGS?
0: Uh, I, I'm trying to think of anything really big that happened there.
2: Exactly.
0: Um, yeah, I, I think they've announced like random little things before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do know at one point they called a conference for the PS4 Pro just randomly. Mm-hmm, um, yeah, I don't that was, think that was that was anything big, but that might have been at the PlayStation Experience.
2: Maybe. No, that wasn't. That was just at a. That was during September. Oh, uh, okay. me and Conrad streamed that, and we were like, Ugh, "What was that?" <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: so I was thinking maybe. I mean, the only other time I could think of Sony doing anything um, is uh, it's got to be PlayStation X Experience. I'm not saying it's there. I'm not even saying watch. I mean, watch it if you enjoy Sony. I'll be watching it because I like Sony, I'll watch but. It. Um, mm-hmm. That's my curiosity. Is 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 that where this announcement's gonna be? So. Um, yeah,
2: I welcome. I welcome a another handheld like the Switch by a different company. Competition is so good for the industry.
0: I am a sucker for handhelds. I will buy mm-hmm. it. Yeah, <laughs> I will. Bu- I love the Vita, despite all of the the glaring flaws of that of that <laughs> system but I would still buy another Sony handheld. <laughs>
3: with with yeah, the other handheld competing directly with the Nintendo Switch, at the very beginning, I think it might be bad or fans might look at it as it being bad for the Switch. But in the end, I think it would mean uh, more games actually coming to the Switch even though it has a competitor because then maybe EA or whoever might not want to try putting their game on just one handheld console. But if there's two handhelds that are... Exactly. Almost the same. Then it takes less work, and you get yep to be on twice as many platforms. No, With you're
0: absolutely top top right. Top More top third-party top. support would come to the Switch, believe it or not, if there was a Sony handheld. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> would. Yeah, yeah um, that's Sony a great point.
2: That Sony handheld better use better not use its own little memory, otherwise it's over.
0: <laughs> you're uh, no, like. you're ap- you're absolutely right about that. Um, I mm-hmm. don't know if uh. I don't know if if that's ever going to happen. I do want to, again, I pointed out before, it's not, Dave never said anything about any hardware. (laughs) I don't even know what he was alluding to. I'm not even going to try to guess anymore. But um, we all kind of played around with the idea of a handheld because it's so interesting.
3: Yeah. Like, it's such a cool idea that happened.
0: Yeah, so I'm I'm perfectly fine with them doing it. I just, I like, people don't realize how hard the 3DS was pushed by the Vita. Like, if the Vita didn't exist, we may have never seen that price drop. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, that's there's true. a lot of things that really went into that. So yeah. it's better to have it because anything could happen then. Maybe Nintendo's like, well, we got to go revive Mother 3 and bring it over like now, you
3: know,
0: <laughs> rather than wait. They You can't wait too much if you have a, a competitor on the market that's trying to take you out. Whereas right mm-hmm. now, Sony and Microsoft, to be completely honest with you guys, they don't really care about the Switch. <laughs> um, yeah. They're just letting it do its thing. Even though the Switch is, is you know, smacking Sony around in, in Japan right now, I think mm-hmm. Sony is okay with that happening. Um, because it's not their target audience. Uh, like when mm-hmm. get when the switch, if I have to imagine, it is when the switch enters China, then Sony will will start to think about it. I'm telling you. Did you guys see any of that information about what was going on with the switch in China? What's going on there? Nope. They uh they so there was an interesting announcement. I talked about this news. But there's an interesting announcement um, with a Chinese MOBA game. Um, I need to remember what it's called. I think it's like Arena Valor or something. Um, and it was announced during that direct with um, with Doom, but it was it was it just happened. People wrote it off because Doom was announced. You know, everyone's freaking out. But yeah. that game is one of the biggest announcements for the Switch, and it kind of flew under the radar because it is a massive MOBA game for China. And okay. now now Wall Street Journal kind of put two and two together. I was lo- I was reading through some of their their um, articles they had up for different things, and I see it pop up in the stock market exchange where it's like, hey. Nintendo is going to try to enter China and mm-hmm. people from China sent me messages through YouTube messages on emails and on Twitter and guess what's in China right now tons oh. of marketing about the Switch.
2: Oh damn. It's
0: everywhere. Like it's That's everywhere. Huge. And that is a um it's interesting because uh China likes mobile gaming. They don't like console gaming. A great example is the PS4 and Xbox One have entered China already. Um, and they've, neither of them sold more than 500,000 units to a Damn. massive, massive population.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: because they love phones, that MOBA game is massive right now. Um, it, it makes, it makes so much money. It makes money that, that any of these like EA or 2k that d- they dream about this kind of money. We're talking like, like billions of dollars.
2: Yeah. I didn't um, know that. I didn't know that was an already established MOBA. I thought it yep. was being made for the switch. Okay. Yep. Okay.
0: So they brought, they changed the name, brought it here. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, someone else also said it um, in, uh, in in the chat. Also, uh, I think a week or so ago, they're also going to enter Taiwan and South Korea as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the big one is the is the possibility of, of switch going to uh, China. You guys saw the uh, the the bank, the, the stock exchange credit. It was like Swiss Credit Swiss or something. Um, but mm-hmm. they they do view the stock market. They're a um, they're like a bank and they do, like, credit loans, and they, they do stock stuff and everything. They're the ones who you may have saw, seen in the news uh, where they took the amount that they originally predicted and by 2022. It was, like, $70 million and they upped it to $130 million. Wow. That's what they assume is going to happen. And that kind of is based on what everyone's saying right now, including The Wall Street Journal, on Nintendo entering China and China latching onto it. Because if it does, then Nintendo won't be able to make enough switches, even if they produce 30 million units a year, they probably wouldn't be able to make enough.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're um, really facing a lot of. Uh, they really are like, they're like, people keep thinking, okay, they're withholding switches to make, create artificial demand. No, they literally can't keep up with the demand, guys.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it's tough. It really is tough right now. But when the supply of all these chips and stuff, these choke points, as they've said, uh, start to open up, and China, if they do latch on, it's going to be. I, I hate. I, I don't want to get too ahead of it. It could become a Wii situation where it's very hard to find, but that's because it's selling out. And you might look at it and go, "Wow, this system that's not as powerful as the others, all of a sudden are is at a hundred million, you know, in like four or five years." Mm-hmm. And at that point, it's going to be interesting to see what Nintendo does because I would hope that they would reinvest more money into the Switch brand and make a you know a stronger system based on NVIDIA's latest technology or something, you know, um, and really push hard on that. So. I was Uh, actually at, uh, with the sold out thing, I was at GameStop and
3: Walmart yesterday in my area, and Walmart only had two of the Splatoon bundles left, and GameStop only had one Switch left, so even this far out, people are still, like, selling out really fast, Mm -hmm. and I think the only reason that the Switch bundles were still... At Walmart was because the splatoon bundles are like uh, I think with tax because uh, I was actually going to buy one not realizing that it was more than the uh, other Original version, but it was oh, like, the splatoon yeah. Ball, yeah, it was like four hundred forty dollars with tax and everything mm-hmm. So I think that's uh, the only reason that it wasn't sold out yet because if it was just 330 however much without the game then yeah. I think someone would have
0: snapped it up. Oh, yeah, absolutely so um, you're gonna you're gonna see you you should see Nintendo enter China. Um, I would be shocked if they don't do it by next year. Um, mm-hmm, and probably. that's and that's when it gets out of hand. That's when you'll see like you know how they're gonna do the next quarterly reports. Uh, we'll get those at the end of October. So the day before Halloween, I believe, is when they'll release those, October thirtieth, which will give us an update. We already know they passed five million um, at the end of I want to say July. So we already know they're past that. They're probably gonna post a number. Probably six and a half million is what the post, but they'll probably attempt to sell roughly two million in December alone is probably what they're going to shoot for. So they should they should get a little over ten million by the end of this year, like the end of the calendar year, and then by the end of fiscal, they will probably be roughly what the Wii U sold in its lifetime.
3: (laughs) <laughs> which is which
0: is kind of crazy. crazy I think, but yeah, that's that's just the 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 contrasting difference between the two the night and day difference because the Wii U was I'm sorry, I know, I know there's a lot of people out there like the system I'm gonna tell you now it's not a good system overall <laughs> for like what Nintendo mm-hmm. did when they marketed it, they put it out, they built it poorly it was just it was an idea they had that they couldn't put together yet because they wanted to do the switch four years ago, five years ago, you know, but the technology wasn't mm-hmm. there yet and then the Tegra comes around and now they can do it so the wii u was a harsh lesson for nintendo i'll just say that
2: (laughs) well Um, they learned well (laughs) let's say that
0: yeah i mean i guess you gotta you gotta fail badly like that for uh to 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 come up with something cool like the switch i guess i I like the switch great partner system for what i have which is everything (laughs) um (laughs) but uh yeah i I buy a lot of systems so um Mm -hmm. but uh it's a very good uh uh, system for that I, i i I was joking last time. I call it my my update system because I'll play it because every time I turn on my PS4, something needs to update. <laughs> so, <laughs> so if I need to download five gigabytes, I pop the switch on. Mm-hmm. That's what That's I do. Good. Or if I need to find a game in Destiny because I'm playing a lot of Destiny two recently. Uh, while Crucible is searching, I'm playing. I'm playing the Switch. So um, it works out so well for that. I'm playing a lot of Xenoverse two actually.
2: Oh, um, good on Switch. Yeah, I,
0: yeah. I bought it. Jeez, um, whenever it came out in Japan, like two weeks ago.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sorry. I sent my friend your Let's Play cuz he's been thinking about getting it too on the Switch.
0: Yeah, I've been I've been playing it a lot. It runs 60 frames one on one and then outside of that it's 30 frames, but it works well. Uh it's... I, I like it it's good i play it in handheld mode almost exclusively though so.
2: mm-hmm. i like a lot of I, I play my switch a lot in handheld because it's like uh, i'm an adult i got places to be unfortunately Wish i could just stay yeah. home
0: yeah <laughs> yeah I, I think a lot of people are, are starting to realize the convenience of the switch um mm-hmm. and it's um it's there's a reason cell phones are do so well in the market right now it's because of that because <laughs> it's it's convenient yeah. to just pop your phone out whenever like doom is going to be so cool in that you know you can hmm You know, put it in sleep mode, play a little bit of Doom, pop it back in sleep mode. That's gonna be awesome. (laughs) So awesome! I'm excited for that. Um, Mm -hmm. Very good, good stuff. So, um, (laughs) so we're pretty much good on the Switch then with sales and everything. Did you you guys want to add anything to that conversation before we before we moved on? uh
2: buy your switches when you get a chance because they're going to be really hard to find <laughs> otherwise
0: they they will they will be hard to find as we go forward um i hear I, they're I,
2: getting I, I hear they're getting pretty easier to find right now in this time frame that's what i've been hearing
0: i keep seeing people post pictures of them in stock like we're to that point where <laughs> we're like i i was there i'm, I'm gonna prove it right now it's <laughs> you know, like that like they have to prove it exactly um, but that's fine uh so okay we had more information come out about final fantasy 15 which has been one of the one of the it's 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 this super weird timeline of events with the switch mm-hmm. um, super weird I, I think you guys know exactly what i'm talking about the switch it, they, yeah. they 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 allude to something at 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 this Twitch stream with Gamescom then they take it back then they say oh no maybe and then they take it back again saying it's a joke and then they come out saying that they're looking at it the luminous engine isn't for the Switch basically is what they're saying it's it's not for mm-hmm.
2: it. um, it's not for the the consoles yeah. either
0: <laughs> yeah exactly it's it's barely for the consoles they didn't design it with the Switch in mind they've only ever made one game with it and that's that's Final Fantasy 15 um mm-hmm. and the other ones are all on obviously are all on um the uh, what? Uh, Unreligion four. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Master Aqua says Lost Ark on Switch will sell a lot of units. Lost Ark. Which what game is, is that? that? Which game is that? Am I, am I forgetting something here? Did I did I just brain fart about a game?
2: Uh, I mean, I don't even remember hearing about this. Lost
0: so. Ark is it? Lost Ark is a, Lost Ark is a uh, MMO. MMO. Interesting. Is, is that right? coming? to... Chad makes a great point, which we're gonna basically was my point as well. <laughs> uh saying he'd rather have Kingdom Hearts 3 on the Switch. Um he he he's he's absolutely right. I, I touched on that in my video as well before. But okay, so basically they said, look, we're looking at Final Fantasy 15 and we're considering rebuilding the entire thing in Unreal Engine 4 just to Damn. get it on the Switch. Like that's yeah. how bad apparently they want it on the Switch, <laughs> which sounds insane to me. I, I was I, I put this on Twitter, I was like, I don't know. Um I don't know how feasible that actually is, and I put it out there. I talked to some people, and they were like, look, the assets and stuff, you could import it pretty easily, but doing things like game logic, animations, all that stuff would have to be kind of redone, or at least...
1: Yeah, you would need to rebuild almost the entire core engine, and then even go back through all the maps and everything you've made for the game and reset up maybe even like the invisible walls and how people interact and do things. You'd have to reset up all of that.
0: Yeah, the Um, AI, the lighting...
1: Everything
3: so they would
0: show. they would have to uh, uh for lack of a better term hit the panic button there you know they have to get panic button in there and uh, and try to try to port that sucker over but uh, really my 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 question here is is it really worth it like how long is that going to really take is it going to take 2 years to do that you know um I
3: I think it would be worth it in the sense that it would be great practice for whatever the next Final Fantasy is. If they do want to bring that to the Switch, or even if it's Nintendo's next console, if it has the same type of architecture, then maybe it would be uh, like okay. experience for them so to saying, do
0: that. So you're saying if you if Final Fantasy sixteen is gonna use the Luminous Engine and not Unreal Engine 4, it's worth doing that. But let's say sixteen is just gonna use Unreal Engine 4, do you think it's worth it then, or do you think it's worth just leaving it behind?
3: They said they were talking closely to people at Nintendo, and they were even talking to some of the people at Epic. Like, yep. all three of them coming together to be like, what's the best way that we can do this?
0: They, they probably want and... Epic to write some kind of code or something that can help them export stuff probably to Unreal. Because they obviously they know it better than anyone does.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And I,
0: I think that would be the
3: best case because if it's just them like sitting there trying to do it themselves, when Nintendo knows exactly what the Switch is capable of and how to program on it, they had interviews where they said that they have mastered Unreal Engine 4. And then if they're talking to the people who made Unreal Engine 4, then I don't imagine it would be that hard. Maybe if it was just them by themselves trying to do it. But if they have nintendo and epic and if they're all teaming together to do this which i imagine nintendo would want to help them do unreal engine gets paid for it so Mm -hmm. like if all three of them are in it and all three teams are working together then maybe it would be uh worth it in the end especially if it's experience for them if they want to bring another game or if they want to uh, create a game with Unreal Engine, like bring Final Fantasy uh, seven Remake over to the Switch or something. Maybe it would be practice for that. I'm not really sure. So the, but, the
0: situation with it seems more yeah. dire than I, than I think they're letting on, it seems odd that they would go to Epic when they have so many people internal right now working with Unreal Engine 4. You figure they could figured out internally but if they are talking to epic now it tells me that there's some kind of roadblock or something is really holding mm-hmm. them up with the compatibility between luminous and unreal engine 4 so much so that the, you know the, the the teams on final fantasy 7 remake and the teams on um kingdom hearts can't help them out a little bit with you know just okay this is how unreal engine 4 works and everything it seems interesting that they're going to epic probably for something custom something that doesn't exist right now um, mm-hmm. More than awesome. likely, a way to get Luminous into Unreal Engine without having to break the bank and end the time. Because I mean, how many people do you think it would take to uh, to port that game over in a timely fashion? We we I don't think a lot of people want it in two to three years. I think they want it like next no. year. <laughs> you know, exactly. um, and if it comes down to that, is it worth spending the time porting that, or is it worth spending the time porting Kingdom Hearts three like next year mm-hmm. because it's already Unreal Engine four?
2: And yeah. Final Fantasy 15 is interesting because I feel like that's Square Enix's version of Skyrim, where they're just gonna keep pumping that crap out until it's pretty much dead. Um, but we well, like, spent uh, so much money on it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh hey guys, Assassin's Creed DLC, please <laughs> yeah. come back. Um, yeah. I mean, it's 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 from what I played of it, it's a pretty good game. Uh, I mean, I haven't beaten the game yet, so I heard the ending's kind of disappointing. I don't know, but um, but like if it takes too damn long to port to Switch, just let it go. Like, you tried, just like, people are happy with it as it is, but I know you made a lot of money, you're trying to break even. But, um, stuff like that. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 on the other hand, it's like, and Final Fantasy 7 Remake, they're still, they're still into development of in that game. I don't know how far into development, but um, it, it would make sense to bring those games over to the Switch, I feel, because they already started work with, working with Unreal, like, started development working on Unreal Engine 4 with the remake, I think. I actually heard um, they switched, for Kingdom Hearts 2, they switched over to Unreal later on. I mean, uh, that's what I heard. I don't yeah. know much about the yep, No, you're right. They yeah.
0: were The the idea was the Luminous Engine was going to be like their big cornerstone engine. They were having a hard time getting it to run on every single game, and rather than spread themselves super thin, they decided mm-hmm. to focus it on Famas 15. take Kingdom Hearts 3, which has been in development for who knows how long now. You know, it's been a while. Yeah. But move that over to Unreal Engine 4, something that's known, something that's easy to hire for. Uh, and they did the same thing with Final Fantasy VII Remake because they need that game to come out in the PS4's lifespan. It's supposed to be episodic, which means if they, from the time they released the first episode, which can't be too far off, right? Since it needs to be in the PS4's lifespan, we're expecting a PS5 in, what, 2020? Um, mm-hmm. They need to get how many episodes do you think it's going to be? Four or five? Um, I probably, I don't know. I mean, unless you space those things out like every other month, uh, it, you need it to all fall in the PS4's lifespan, and that's something that they might be a little concerned about right now if they don't get it done. So you can't use Luminous. Man, Final, Final Fantasy 15 was originally supposed to be on the PS3, <laughs> um, <laughs> and it, it never materialized on there. Apparently, it's too difficult. So Luminous is interesting. I don't know how badly they want Luminous going forward. I feel like they they don't want to trash it because it was mm-hmm. something they spent a lot of time building, but. Unreal Engine 4, man, is is everything uses it. It's it's a great engine. We see games like uh, Code Vein using Unreal Engine 4. We have uh, DB Dragon Ball Z Fighters using Unreal Engine 4. Games that don't look like they're using Unreal Engine 4 are using Unreal Engine 4. It's very, mm-hmm. very diverse. Works well from what we've seen. Um, I think some of the worst examples are probably games like, I think ARK runs on Unreal Engine 4. Um, mm-hmm. Terribly optimized game. So it, yeah, exactly. it, it does come down to the coders, but... Unreal Engine 4 is very diverse and can pretty much work for Japanese RPGs and just action games as we've seen, so I hope more moves to it, and of course the Switch is actually very, very uh, good at running Unreal Engine 4 games, so um, yeah, you, know, you, get, you get big RPG experience like uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 on the go, it's, it's going to sell well.
2: Mm-hmm. That game doesn't yeah. even look that demanding either. Like it's got a pretty cartoony no. art style, and mm-hmm. the it's not like it's not an open world game. It could more than run on the Switch.
0: Although I gotta say that Toy Story World that looks like Toy oh. Story. Yeah. <laughs> that Crazy. looks like Toy Story. Um, uh, Chad, Chad chimes in again with in-house game engines are too expensive now. Lots of Japanese devs are using Unreal now. EA is also running into ish- this issue. That's true. Um, mm-hmm. EA with uh, have you guys seen some of the re- ridiculous uh videos around madden with frostbite and everything
2: oh no i haven't oh god
0: (laughs) oh it is awesome oh my gosh there are some terrible terrible clips of what happens with frostbite when it goes wrong and ea desperately wants to push that along obviously but um uh it's yeah that's true engines are just expensive now you gotta develop the entire thing and unreal engine 4 has really evolved unreal engine in general um so why not
2: and Unreal Engine four kind of had a rocky start, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Like I remember it, it not being like because Unreal Engine three was like God tier, like mm-hmm. everyone's using this freaking thing. And then when Unreal Engine four started out rocky, but now I'm happy to hear like it's it's way easier to use. Everyone's starting to use it now. And they've it's, made a lot
0: yeah. of changes. They made it free first of all because it used to cost mm-hmm. money just to get it. It's free, yeah. and they introduced something really cool that I, I've talked about a lot. Um, it's called uh, blueprints, and mm-hmm. it's a visual representation of programming. Um, right? Which is really cool. That actually means if you go through the tutorials, it's almost like um, how they had uh, uh, like that visual, was a, yeah that was a thing studio, partially
1: that was a thing partially on Unreal Three the drag and drop aspects of it because mm-hmm. yep. I know there were games that came out that even had the Unreal Three engine's base dev kit that were attached to it you could just play around so I actually got to play around with it once that so was kind of mm-hmm. fun but the four Unreal Four it looks so much more refined it's insane.
0: Yeah, and it works really, it's it's super streamlined. Basically, you take these blocks essentially and you just kind of link them together. And it's like game logic, (laughs) you link it together, you know, all this stuff. It's super cool. And it actually, you don't have to be a genius programmer to develop an entire game. (laughs) It's kind of cool. And you're allowed to just do it for free. And what happens is after you build a game and you're to the point where you would consider selling it, then you go through things like, okay, what's the licensing fee? All this stuff. It's it's pretty cool. You don't pay any money until you're ready to literally sell a game.
2: That's really awesome, wow.
0: Pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah it's, it's very yeah. cool to get into. If you're someone who really wants to get into game design, look in Unreal Engine 4 because everybody's using it now and it's it's yeah, not was, like we're not, we're not typing up assembly or anything.
1: It so. yeah, was the thing keeping Unity alive and now that Unreal is doing the same exact thing. Hopefully we'll see a little less of Unity getting the forefront for yeah, just the basic devs.
0: Yeah, Unity, yeah, I remember time. at the Wilmington College over here, remember that Evan? Where yeah, we went the, to the, they
1: had a whole class built around it. Yeah,
0: whole yeah, class built around Unity. Um, and uh, we actually because we were with the store, we, rent, we went there and they had a whole game thing for their uh college course where you could sign up for the program and everything and that was it was all about unity um this is in like mm-hmm. the early years of unity too um mm-hmm. this is like 2000 what was that evan like 2011 yeah something like that. Yeah, like, yeah yeah it, was, it was a bit ago yeah it was a bit ago but um it was very it was very interesting yeah blueprints are great people already talked about in the chat so i would i don't know it's it's interesting i, I feel i like me personally, I've played Final Fantasy 15. I'm done with Final Fantasy 15. The only way I'd really look into it again is if I bought it on the PC with the um the mod support. Did you guys see there's about to be mod support for it?
2: Yeah. Crazy. Um,
0: that's the only reason I'd buy it. Otherwise, give me Kingdom Hearts 3 portably or give me uh, Final Fantasy 7 remake portably. <laughs> I don't it's for real though. You know, that's that's the point I why why sell an old game when you can sell a game that's maybe ten months old? I, Kingdom Hearts three maybe comes out, you know, the following year, like Doom is coming out and people are excited for it. Exactly. Um, that's the way I see it. I why not? I, I bring think, over Kingdom yeah. Hearts.
2: <laughs> releasing releasing ports or like re-releasing games on different platforms nowadays, I feel like is more mm-hmm. forgivable. Like we're we saw that with uh this, like most of the time they're remasters. Uh, if anything. But, like, people are totally down with playing Final Fantasy 15 again on their PC. Um, People, as we've seen, like, with Rockstar Games, like, the minute they come to PC, even if they already played it on the consoles, they'll still buy it again on PC. And um, it's just because, like, they're entirely different platforms. Like, PC, you'll be able to, you know, get through your graphics mod support. And now with the Switch, it's like, okay, you'll be able to play the same game you played on your PS4, but portably. That's that turns on a lot of people
0: it's um it's interesting yes Uh, portability is a massive factor right now i don't think i think a lot of other people are kind of underselling that um Mm -hmm. as a massive advantage uh people like the aspect of having options um getting a game that you can play on your tv or have portably is i think a really big selling factor i understand some of the games that are older are full price on the switch but you can kind of decide if you want it or not and you can wait for a price drop if you don't want it right away exactly Um, so that's the way i'd look at it because there are some games on the switch that play really well portably like zelda plays really well portably <laughs>
3: It really does. Yeah.
0: so i am completely fine with that um mm-hmm. cool so what do you think uh jesse before we move on from here would you rather have 15 uh ported whenever they can or would you prefer something else if it had to be one or the other or maybe just everything
3: well uh it looks really nice on ps4 and i Believe they said it was coming to PC. So if I wanted it for graphics and everything, I could just get it on PC, which I already have it on PS4. I don't imagine it'll look that much better. But the really interesting thing that I was thinking about that uh, while you and Joey were talking was that every Final Fantasy game since ten, every single-player Final Fantasy game since ten, except for twelve, had some sort of sequel. So there was ten, ten two, then there was thirteen, thirteen two, thirteen three. And now with 15, if they end up making a 15-2 using the same engine, if they're already working on that, then if they bring over Final Fantasy 15 to the Switch and they have a way, an easy way of converting everything over to Unreal Engine, maybe it would take even less time and less effort to convert 15-2 over to uh, Unreal Engine for the Switch as well. So that was just something I was thinking about to add on to that. But Final Fantasy 15, if it doesn't look absolutely horrible with like really 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 low textures mm. then i would be completely fine playing it on the switch on the go and 720p or even like 540p if it had to like seriously cut down the resolution to get it to run properly yeah. so
0: someone someone asked what uh what game engine near uses it's actually using a custom uh, engine that's in-house to bottom games okay it's not it's nothing we know about yeah it's some in-house one that who knows maybe they'll uh Maybe they'll bring over whenever they build a uh, a game for the Switch that they keep talking about and hinting at.
2: <laughs> I have pushed from Bayonetta three.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> um, uh, so okay, let's let's uh, let's jump over to some more mainstream news, I guess. Uh, this might hit some people in the feels because it kind of hits you back from uh, when you were a kid and you'd go to that magical place called the toy store, and you'd look around, and it was oh a beautiful, beautiful place because of all the Spider-Man and Batman action figures that you collect. Uh, mm-hmm. But, Toys R Us is filing for bankruptcy. Oh no! Yes, um, some people have uh, differing opinions on this. Some people are sad. Other people are like, "Good, I hate them." <laughs> <laughs> um, so, okay, so <laughs> Toys R Us filed for bankruptcy. But a lot of places are kind of uh, are kind of like kind of picturing this as Toys R Us is gone tomorrow. This is actually a type of bankruptcy. Um, chapter Eleven bankruptcy. It's supposed to help them get their debt in order. Uh, if you're unaware, they had something like five and a half or six billion dollars in debt. Ouch. Um, from a it was a it was a merger or a buyout that happened a while ago. So they've been living with this debt for a while. And next year. It was going to – I think $400 million was going to be due. Then the following year, $1.7 billion was going to be due. So they had to do something. And the idea with this is to let them get everything in order. It lets them do things like uh, pushback, times they have to pay. They can even work out uh, like deals with um, different companies that they owe money to. They can try to – they can set up all kinds of stuff to try to get this figured out. But basically it will let them push – having to pay this stuff off down the line a little bit because they'll go through a bankruptcy process and try to really condense their stuff. Uh, most likely, a lot of their creditors, like Mattel, for example, probably won't leave them, but they'll get smaller credit terms. Uh, but apparently, they're still hiring people, and they're still they're still basically business as usual for this Christmas. But I will say this, their Christmas needs to be good. Like It needs to be good, or they're going to be in some trouble because they still need to put together a plan next year on how they're going to pay everybody back. But let's say Toys R Us does die. Is that really going to be a massive blow to brick-and-mortar stores? And is that really just another nail in the coffin for actually going out, buying something? Or, you know what, you just have to order on Amazon because there's nowhere else to go.
2: Hmm. That's a good question. I don't have much nostalgia for Toys R Us. <laughs> <actually>. Really? <laughs> yeah, I'm really... I'm... Nothing? Yeah, I really. Nothing? Really? What about uh, what
0: about, how about Caldor? I've never even heard of it. <laughs> what? Really? Man, maybe that was only an East Coast thing. Wow. What toy <laughs> um, stores did you guys go to?
2: <laughs> I mean, there was never really a Toys R Us nearby wherever I lived, so I I used to just go to like Target and stuff to get my games. and uh, But I remember one time buying... The one time I went to Toys R Us, I remember I went to go buy Crash Bash on the PlayStation 1.
0: <laughs> okay. So, yeah, okay.
2: Was, yeah. Yeah, other than that, I don't really have much of an opinion on this, actually, but, like, I know Toys R Us is, like, a huge, huge, like, huge type of store where, you know, people buy their games and their toys, of course. So I feel like if that place were to close down, it would kind of be a big hit to that sort of yeah, market. I
1: mean, it it would definitely sucks, since it is a focused kind of store. It does specifically look at one area of consumer purchases, so, I mean... Even though when you do that at that size, you're going to be pulling in a ton of stuff nobody wants and is horrible, and it's going to bring rise to these really cheap things that nobody actually wants. Maybe that's where all the money was going, like, was getting lost from. But, like, you can go to you can go to Target and stuff and usually pick up mostly what you would have wanted going to Toys R Us anyway, but at the same time, you're not going to get mm-hmm. to experience the really cool thing that Target won't pick up because it's, like, what is it? No one really knows about it, but maybe Toys R Us just happens to get it because it's a toy and they need it on their shelf.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. though um, Chad against said Amazon target and Walmart killed Toys R Us. <laughs> yes. And yeah, they definitely hurt them. But the interesting thing is um, a lot of the, a lot of the sites they're analyzing their business dealings and everything and look through their financials. Apparently if Toys R Us did not have this massive debt that they have to pay down, that they are attempting to pay down, um, if you actually take along their assets and how much money they make and then kind of remove that overwhelming debt from the other side of the balance sheet, apparently Toys R Us has been profitable um, without that debt. So that's why they're trying to do this, hoping that they get this worked out and then they do start making money again. And that's that's kind of mm-hmm. what they're doing because if they didn't do this, they would have to file the other type of bankruptcy where they start liquidating stuff. And that's that when you, when you hear, I think it's chapter seven, I think when you hear chapter seven um, someone could correct me in the in the chat if I'm wrong. When you hear chapter seven, that means the store is going to be a a, a warehouse, a ghost town in like three months because they're going to sell everything off, including the sign above the door, and okay. uh, then they're gone. You know, like a Kmart mm-hmm. right down the street from me just did that very thing. They're gone. <laughs> like <laughs> that's it. Big empty place now down there, um, where there used to be a Kmart, which was there for about fifteen years, I think.
2: Jeez. Yeah.
0: So it's been it's it's bad right now, man. it's bad.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for real.
0: Um, so, it's not it's not good. Yeah, um, but uh, mm-hmm. it, that's just the way it is with with actual stores now. It's it's not mm-hmm. it's not easy. It's not easy
2: in this age of the internet.
0: <laughs> yeah, I like. I'm tell you guys, GameStop, and they're they're probably not far off from having to do something. They don't have massive, overwhelming debt, but uh, mm-hmm. I I know that their their stores are struggling because I, I know people who are managers that about five GameStops. I talk mm-hmm. to them occasionally when I go by to get a game or something that um, I wasn't able to obtain otherwise. And uh, yeah, they, they tell me it's not going well because when I worked at a Ouch. GameStop, I could, you could see all the numbers. If you're a manager, you can sign in and see how the store's been doing. And yeah. uh, he let me look at it one day, just kind of glance over the counter and look at it, and it's it's not good. It's definitely down about Ouch. 30 to 40% from what I remember it used to be.
2: Oof. You yeah. know, they're starting to get people to work on Thanksgiving now, and I'm just like,
0: What? Yep, they can't. They can't leave the money. They can't leave the money. Um, they can't leave it anymore. They have to. They have to. They have to go get it. So know. you know what? You gotta work. Um, I would be. I'm. I'm less annoyed by that if they're actually paying their employees more, like you're supposed to. Yeah, exactly. I have a concern that they're not. Yeah, <laughs> um, if that comes out, uh, yeah, get ready for that firestorm. Uh, yeah. but I would hope that they're paying them time and a half overtime essentially to work on mm-hmm. Thanksgiving and that they're asking rather than telling, you know, they're like, Hey, we need three people for Thanksgiving who wants to work. And exactly. more than likely you're going to find three people that are like, yeah, I'll work fine. I get it's extra money, right? Yeah,
2: exactly. Um, people more than work on holidays.
0: Evan is, um, people at your, 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 your work, are they gonna be open for Thanksgiving at all?
1: I think so. i haven't really paid attention.
0: <laughs> you're just counting down the days to when you can finally leave there.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so it's um, it's it's interesting. It's tough, man, being a store. I'm telling you, if GameStop's struggling this bad, when it used to be ridiculous amounts of money. I remember the night that what night was that? Halo Halo Three came out, and that night I counted eighty thousand dollars in cash. <laughs> yeah, we had a midnight release. We sold Damn. tons of copies, and I had that much in cash, and I think I had another forty thousand in cards. But, yeah, you count that bunny out, and you put it in the bag, and you're like, man, I could just run off right now, right? <laughs> you know, that, that at really least crosses your mind. But they made, I think, three managers go. We had to make sure it went in the box. Took three bags, which is ridiculous. And it was um – um it was crazy though. It was it, it. It used to be like that, and it's not anymore. So it's. Um, I used to. Yeah.
3: Uh, I worked at GameStop during the uh, PS4 and Xbox One launch, and with all the so new games I. and the new console, so I, yeah. it was a very very similar situation. But then, like, you would get a tenth of that on like yeah. a typical day.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It was like that. Yeah. I remember when the, I think I was. I remember I was selling when the Wii came out and basically would answer the phone. Um, you know, thank you for calling GameStop. We have no Wiis. How can I help you kind of thing? Because it was <laughs> – dude, it was crazy, man. Wiis would come in and they would just go right out, and it was man. insane. So man. Um, it was like that, though. Uh, people didn't think Wiis were being made. I'm telling you, we would get pallets – or not pallets. We'd get, like, big truckloads. We'd get, like, 40 at a time. We got a lot mm-hmm. of Wiis. They just sold. They they were they gone. Yeah, like hotcakes. They were gone. They were gone. Um, cool. So uh, Joe, Joe, did you want to um, anything else to say about Doom before we take some questions and and, and wrap things up?
2: Mhm-hmm. Uh, I do want to say like some people have been saying that uh, that uh, especially about Wolfenstein, that they they canceled their pre-order of Wolfenstein on like other consoles just so they can get it on switch. And I'm just like, if you can like if you can buy both games, do it because like it's still really good to see those games run at 60 frames per second and whatnot Mm -hmm. but um if you're gonna like if you only have time for like one port of one game then by all means do what you will with your money but you know the first but doom on like pc and ps4 and stuff like that super cheap right now like you can get it used for like less than 20 bucks i think
0: i think um here's the thing i i think people who have the switch uh they're gonna struggle that day because maybe they do have an Xbox One, a PS4, or a PC that can play it. Mm-hmm. When Mario Odyssey comes out, <laughs> it's gonna be mm. so hard to play anything else that day. I mean, it doesn't exactly. matter who you are, guys. It's Mario. Like yeah. it, it does Evan. Evan's a PC gamer through and through. I guarantee if Mario was in front of him, he would probably just play that. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's the way it maybe. is. Maybe that's the, that's the way it is.
2: Um, exactly. I don't. I don't like to brag, but I'm probably going to get. I want to see a little early, so I'll, I'll treat I, myself to some Wolfenstein. I like.
0: Day. I like to. I like to think I will. So, Nintendo.
2: hmm Let us hope.
0: <laughs> yeah. Don't I'm mess with sure, sure. Nintendo.
3: <laughs> I'm crossing my fingers with you, Joey. You, you. I seen. Uh. I got really jealous when I seen you had Metroid, because it was like I'd gotten uh like Splatoon and uh, what was it? Mario Kart and a few other Nintendo games like a few days or a week yeah. early, and you got your Metroid thing. And I immediately went to check the mail. <laughs> well,
0: I, I, well, I, I actually, I, I personally know Nintendo actually watches this channel now, so I'm watching you. There's a couple of people at the at the uh, the ambassador program that send me messages now and then about oh, nice. videos I make. So <laughs> I know they're watching. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, there's actually quite a few different people and different companies that actually watch our Spawncast occasionally. So
2: there you go. That's so weird. Yeah, I know. Did <laughs> you change this? Guys that will be listening, did you change this and this and this?
0: <laughs> no, they're actually they're actually pretty nice. They actually like a lot of this stuff, even if I yell at them sometimes about things. Exactly.
2: Um yeah. It comes from a place of love.
0: Yeah, most most companies get it. Like uh what's really funny is I thought Microsoft would hate me. They actually don't like they actually like me, all right. So I, I, I think, figured they would hate me, no.
3: I think the companies just love intellectual constructive criticism instead of someone being like, Oh, Doom sucks. Don't buy Bethesda. <laughs> someone, oh, <yeah. laughs> someone's like, hey, it's it might be 1080p, 60 frames on PS4 or whatever, but on the Switch, this is exactly mm-hmm. why you should buy it. This is the pros. This is the cons. Instead of someone being like, oh, Mario's going to be better. Don't buy it. It sucks. Mario sucks. Yeah.
0: Of yeah. course. Uh, it's Mario. Mario's going to be awesome. Doesn't matter who you are. It's, it's, it's Mario. My <laughs> mm-hmm. gosh. Come on. <laughs> um, uh, but, um... Yeah, it's 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 gonna be fun. Uh, I think I uh, will hopefully have Odyssey ahead of time, hopefully, and we can play it and mm-hmm. go through it and review it and all that fun stuff. But if you don't, if you can, if you're not getting it early, I can understand why there is going to be a struggle there in your mind. Assassin's Creed, Mario, or Wolfenstein—that's <laughs> going to be go a tough Mario day first. for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, go yeah. With Mario <laughs>
2: first, of course. <laughs> um, then Wolfenstein, then Assassin's Creed. That's my list. <laughs> uh,
0: but. Uh, yeah, so um, let me let me go through one more thing. We have one of the weirdest things that I see okay. now. It, it really is weird. Um, uh, we we get it. Did you guys see the real quick last thing previews um, about? Uh, uh, we got previews for Red Dead Redemption Two. Well, the preview to the preview, the announcement of the preview, <laughs> and then we have uh, we find out <laughs> uh Tensei 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 Tensei, Tensei. will be shown yes. uh, will be shown at the end of next month. So. Uh, everyone needs to keep an eye out for that. I need to get actual dates. I, I just I, I had it in my mind. I, didn't... I believe
2: September thirtieth is Red Dead, or is it the twenty eighth? I don't know. It's I, one of those two days.
0: I think it might be um, it might be the twenty eighth, um, but it's going to be great to see that. And then I think Shin Megami is uh, what's that? October twenty
2: third, something like that. Yeah.
0: October twenty third, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Very yeah. right, cool. So I'll be looking forward to those as well. Um, Joe, Joe, if you need to if you need to go, it's not a big deal. Uh, we're okay, good. Cool. Uh, Mm -hmm. i mean if we're
2: just closing out then i'll I'll stay for the outro
0: (laughs) well if you want to let everybody know where they can find you and everything we're gonna take a few questions before we close up so okay cool Um, yeah
2: all right guys thank you guys so much for this episode of the spawn thanks actually personally messaged you like hey i played doom get me on the spawn cast do it (laughs) buddy (laughs) i got it
0: i got it yeah yeah um what was your what was your um your youtube
2: Good. Uh my YouTube channel is Ferrisfield Productions. I don't upload on it that much, but I do a lot of work on the Commonwealth Realm, which is basically where we make the videos consistently every week. There's gonna be a lot of fun coming this October and uh, we'll announce what that is on Monday or Wednesday, one of those two. Well, but, which yeah, one, which one do you want to
0: plug? You wanna plug both of them? Commonwealth <laughs> realm. Definitely. Commonwealth realm. Okay. Commonwealth realm. Most of you guys probably already know, but go check them out. Uh, Pretty good channel overall. I like their channel. <laughs> go check also, out.
2: one more thing: buy Chicken Wiggle on the 3DS. <laughs> Dude, just do it, man. Oh, I that's
0: right, that's right. That game is that uh, needs some love. So go check it out. Yeah, getting <laughs> go on go the through. 3DS,
2: guys. Yes. All right, thank you guys so much. I gotta cool. run.
0: All right, Joey, sounds good. Thanks, man, for joining us. Cool. Bye, Joey. Bye. Loser. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um. Rex, oh yeah, Rex brings up a good point. Did you guys, um, the Fortnite crossplay? Did you guys see this whole thing that happened?
1: Yeah, that it got activated and then they got yelled at. Yeah. I think
0: yeah. <laughs> early, <laughs> isn't that insane? That means that, um, <laughs> that means that randomly they just flip the switch by accident, and uh, oh look, now you guys can play against Jilla. And it, that it has, weird. That has
1: to just be server side for them, which is kind of cool to think about. That on the server side, if they just switch a box from like zero to one, it all of a sudden looks at everyone's. Online functionality as like a singular concept and just well, pulls it all together.
0: What you call it? Psionics has been talking about this for a while. They were like, crossplay is ready. They just need to tell us, and it'll be. it's, They were like, it's literally a switch. We flip the switch, and you're playing against Xbox people, PlayStation, Xbox, PC, and soon to be Switch, because we're gonna get Switch, Xbox, and PC all playing against each other with the PlayStation over here somewhere. But uh, a switch is flipped, and then they're playing against each other. It's that easy. Literally, the holdup appears to be Sony. <laughs> Well yeah, Sony so just
1: doesn't want people to interact in it. Which sucks so much because it was that was their big thing like what, three, four years ago was that they yeah. wanted to actually interact with the PC more and do more inclusive and awesome games where everyone plays with each other and then they just got out of that. It's kind of crappy. It's the weirdest that this is
3: just like one person in the boardrooms that just like keeps shaking his head no while everybody else is like, Why? Why? Like I mean, in the it end honestly, it just means more money.
0: But I've talked like, to people I've, – I've, I've talked about it. When you get ahead – when you get this far ahead like Sony is, like they don't care about Microsoft anymore. Microsoft is never going to catch them this generation. It's just not going to happen. But um, it, it, It's almost not even about caring about anyone catching you. It's just
1: about giving the people on your system the best possible gaming – Ability out of any other console, and if you're going to restrict them from a major portion of the gaming community and just claim that it's for the better, then it's a crappy way to look at things.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's 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 really bad on their part because we just saw how easy it would be for it to happen. Like, it literally is a situation of it's ready. Like, if if Sony tells us today, you'll be playing with Xbox people tomorrow. Like, it's it's not even hard apparently because they accidentally did it. It would be hilarious if it was some like distraught employee who was like, "I'll show them," you know, like in and just did it. Um, but it was to the point where, I mean, you can't leave that happening for that long and not know you did it, right? Like, you have to know what you were doing. And they said, I think they said it was accidental or something. But yeah. that was, it was like that for like four or five days. It was a while from what I remember. Um, and then I Epic, was- I think is what it was, came out and said, um, hey, it's uh, it was an accident, sorry. <laughs> yeah, like, I wonder if it was someone that was
3: like, okay, maybe if we show the fans what it's like to do this maybe there will be enough of a voice for playstation to do this if they see
0: that all the fans want it Dude, so. if nintendo is doing this like come on sony yeah. <laughs> like nintendo is doing it one of the uh, I, one of the most closed in you know companies when it comes to this kind of thing with crossplay even being a thing and they're super open to it like I, people need to realize you're gonna have halo skins on your switch when the Minecraft uh, uh, new update opens up on the Switch later this year, which is ridiculous. You know, yeah. it's insane. And they're not even asking for Mario skins on their system. They're just giving them Halo skins. Um, so it's one of the craziest things I've I've seen. But Sony, man, I don't know what the deal is. It's it, The idea was supposed to be that Sony's like, you know, four gamers they did a whole thing, beat up the Xbox real bad about borrowing games and all this stuff. We're for consumers. And then it's like... And eh, you guys can't play together just because of... What was their response? Oh, yeah, they were like, um, we need For to be careful kids. because of the children. You know, it's like, think of the children. It's like, what? <laughs> the, these kids on Call of Duty are the ones that are screaming obscenities. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't... Uh, they, just, they just feel like they don't have to because why? Like, why lend a hand to the person who's losing, I guess, in their mind, you know? Yeah, like,
3: I, I feel like they're leaving money off the table, because if it is a game like Call of Duty, or even something like that, that isn't even in the talks just yet for cross-platform play, I think if one person has a PlayStation, and then some of their friends has an Xbox One, then if they say, hey, well, they're all playing this game over there, Rocket League, I can buy it on my PlayStation and play with them. I'll go Mm -hmm. ahead and buy it. Otherwise, it's like, well, I could buy it on PlayStation, but there's no one that I could play with, so I'm just not going to buy it. Um, And Call of Duty, which is an even bigger game, if someone, like a group of people, are playing on uh, Xbox, and then in the same situation, there's a guy who has Call of Duty, or doesn't have Call of Duty, but has a PlayStation, and he can't play with them, that's like another sell that they can't get because... They can't play with their friends so maybe that person is like well all my friends already has an Xbox so I'll just buy an Xbox so I can play with them. I think that's the situation on the extreme side that PlayStation's making with this to where it's like well I have a PlayStation
0: but no one to play with so I'll just trade it in for an Xbox. I think I think Sony's hoping that you'll just convince your friend to buy a PlayStation. <laughs> I think yeah. is what they're hoping at this point. Um, it's it's weird. I I don't know. It's it's that easy. Why not? But. Sony's going to be Sony, I guess, and it's going to be interesting because if they if they people start to see them as anti-consumer rather than the pro-consumer that they saw them at the beginning of this generation, you could see the generations flip flop again. You know, with with Microsoft taking the lead somehow because they have actually been, if you really look at the really what's been happening over the past couple years, they have been. More consumer-based, more pro-consumer than Sony has. They are doing nothing but making backwards-compatible games, obviously for no cost. If you have the game, you pop it in you just play it. Um, you don't have to spend any money on it. Then, like Halo, all the Halos went backwards-compatible to the point where you pop a game in your your 360 disc and it works. That's it. And it's and it's um, it's interesting that it's all Sony being anti-consumer now, where it was the opposite three years ago, four years ago. So it's um. It's very interesting, and now I'm really interested to see the next generation when they both release their new systems. And Microsoft's like, hey, you can play everything from the Xbox Z or the Xbox 2 all the way back to the original Xbox all at once. And it's a pretty big library to get started with. You know, it's, it's I don't know, it's going to be really weird to see what's going to happen there. But <laughs> it seems like Sony's getting a little, a little complacent right now yeah, if they continue the uh, backwards
3: compatibility to where everything from Xbox 360, Xbox One's playable on whatever their next console is, that is a huge le- leap. And in my in my head, I want to be hopeful and say that For maybe original
0: Xbox even, everything. Yeah,
3: yeah <laughs> and I, I want to be hopeful and say that maybe Sony has this planned out to where there's going to be an announcement at PSX or something, to where they're finally public and saying, hey, Now you can play Rocket League. Now you can play Minecraft. Now you can play whatever, with placed or with Xbox, with PC, with uh, Switch. Maybe like, I hope they want to save it for an announcement like that, and they're not just trying to
0: be greedy. Sure. So that's that's the hope, right? Um, That that really is. But uh, man, it's it's tough. It really is. It's it's very tough to see what they're doing with gaming right now. Um, I don't know. I, I would love to see, and it's, it's funny because I, I, I do talk critically of Microsoft and Xbox a lot. I would love to see Xbox and Microsoft, whatever the next system is come out and take the lead over Sony. Just because I think Sony is getting to that point where they're, they're not as interested in trying to push ahead. If you know what I mean? Like they're, they're very, fa- they're very complacent right now with where they are. They, they have no real need to, to go above and beyond for a lot of their consumers now because they have the lead and there's no point. <laughs> they're making a lot of money, and as long as PlayStation 4 keeps selling, they, they just won't care, um, which is the way it goes. And Phil Spencer even just got a promotion, which is what I'm hoping means that he can secure more funds for Xbox because they've been kind of starved recently if, if the exclusives haven't made you aware of this they don't they're kind of the, the the Microsoft Xbox brand like the gaming division been kind of starved for money from what I'm seeing it's um it's not uh <laughs> it's not getting as much money as you think a Microsoft division would because they're developing the system and it costs a lot of money so they can't spend the money on games and I think th- they're funding they're funding Assassin's Creed's marketing I think right now so that's why it's all Xbox um, but Destiny 2, I think, is doing pretty well on PlayStation. They funded that, so it's... Yeah, PlayStation,
3: know. they have that exclusive DLC
0: deal or whatever it is. Yeah, that's what Evan was just talking about with Destiny 2. Evan, you have yeah, Destiny 2 yeah, on the prior PC to right now.
1: Well, I I have it ordered, and I'll see when it comes yeah. in and if they, if they it's kind of like behind the times for whatever reason. But we'll yeah, have to
0: see. You're watching me play it on the PlayStation the other day and like this will be nice.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Someday. Someday.
0: Someday. Yeah. It is fun. It is a fun game. Destiny two is a, a really good time. I've put a lot of time into it. Um, still not raid ready yet. Um but <laughs> we'll get there. Although when the PC version comes out, like I said, and it's 60 frames, like the 30 frames Destiny Two just becomes completely unplayable. So <laughs> <laughs> can't play it. Won't even work when I put the disc in anymore. <laughs> oh man. Uh, what else? Anything else in the chat, guys? Wanna,
1: uh, if we're doing questions from chat, yeah, we actually go to the, the Patreon Discord, which you should probably have on your other screen.
0: I forgot we have a Discord now,
1: yeah. Uh, <laughs> with Netflix stating that they're ready to go beyond the Switch, when do you think the Nintendo will put it on Tomorrow. as well as other streaming apps like YouTube? Also, you think it'll just be no,
0: in a future update? Um, it's uh, we, they already have in Japan, they have uh, Nico Nico, that's already a thing. Um, I would say we will see Netflix. I don't even know if it's gonna be in direct, they might just announce that it's ready to go because Netflix already said it's ready to roll. So I would say probably uh I wanna say probably February, March. They'll probably wait till then. Um it's not anything on the radar right now. It really isn't.
3: I think February and March would be a good place for it because they have the hype of the launch which was back in March and then they have a lot of great games carrying them until uh this holiday season where they'll be the second big hype for the switch going into next year i don't think there's going to be really anything except pokemon and metroid if they even release towards the end of 2018 so from the beginning to the middle of the year i don't really know there's any like huge games that are going to be coming out. So I think that would be a perfect time to announce, hey, here's the retro console. Here's, or virtual console. Here's YouTube. Here's Netflix. Here's Hulu. Here's whatever you need. Here are uh, the apps. There was huge games released last year. There's huge games coming at the end of the year. This is the time to dig into the virtual console. This is the time to get Netflix, YouTube, everything else on the Switch.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I I don't think they want that to be like um, like the big focus. I know a lot of people get really excited when Netflix comes out, but Netflix has had an interesting effect on PlayStations and Xboxes. If you haven't noticed, there are a lot of people who are like, I just do that on my Xbox and my PlayStation. I don't do anything else. And they've become kind of media streaming boxes. I don't know if you've noticed that, Jesse. I see that a lot where people are like, I just watch Netflix on the thing. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Ah, that's an interesting way to look at your system when it's a a game system. Well, the the way that I
3: think, again, this would have to be like an advanced version of Netflix. But I know they offered it on PC to where you could actually save movies offline, to where you could watch them when you don't have internet or when you're out and about. So I imagine if someone downloads like a two-hour movie, they watch 30 minutes Mm -hmm. or an hour of it on your TV and in the same way you take your game with you maybe you just take the switch with you and then the kids have something to watch in the backseat or while you're waiting instead of playing a game you can just finish watching whatever it was that you were watching and then like after you're finished with it just delete it and start up a game or something. I think something like that would be really cool and it would be a way to set it apart to where it wasn't just Netflix because Netflix on the switch would be great but if you're always on the go unless you have some sort of uh, like you're tethering to your phone or something to get wi-fi if you're in the car then the switch isn't really going to have a way to watch netflix or youtube or anything so maybe if it did have netflix saving to the memory card
0: i know that's actually a good point yeah do something like that because then it becomes more of a uh i guess a convenience on the road right something like that that makes that makes a lot of sense actually and it honestly the battery life when you're watching something like a saved movie is not that bad overall because it's not it's not spinning up fan or any it probably wouldn't even have to turn the fan on to be honest to play it um which is interesting yeah but uh it's uh, yeah i would i would expect next early next year they they want this if you look at the release schedule there's a lot of games coming out they don't want to put netflix out now i know a lot of people are like well i want netflix but they, that's not on the radar that next year beginning of next year when there's less announcements happening then you'll see netflix show up um because they're not gonna have a hard time selling it anyway this year like they won't it's just gonna sell out constantly so why why does it really matter that much right now um, and uh yes yeah, so that's oh uh Evan you want to educate people on how to join the discord
1: it's actually on the patreon page there should be a post up there that shows you how to link your discord account to your patreon account and then we have a bot that auto invites you
0: and how much do they have to pledge to be part of the discord dollar a, <laughs> a dollar
1: gets you in the basic level of course
0: absolutely insane all right it's Let's all listen. listed on the page. Uh, how many people dollars do like? not bad <laughs> What's, what's that, Evan? Or Jesse, I'm sorry. I
3: was saying, how many people do you have on your Discord now? Mm. How many
0: people are on Discord,
1: Evan? Uh, current, well, I mean, way less than I'm pretty sure we have on the Patreon page because it's only about like 25-ish people. Yeah. There there go. Go. Hopefully we'll yeah. see more start popping in after this because I'm pretty sure if some of the Patreons notice, then maybe we'll actually get yeah.
3: Yeah. more there you fun go.
1: going on. There <laughs> for for you the go. people I...
3: watching in the chat, if, if you aren't a part of Discord, if you don't know what it is, think of like a really awesome version of Skype. And uh, it's a great way, like, you all that are watching are obviously huge fans of Spawnwave's YouTube channel. So it's a really great way to not just talk to him at times, but talk to some of the other people who are interested. Maybe uh, discuss some of his videos or some of the games that he
0: talks about on his channel. And Evan pulls, Evan pulls ch- questions directly from Discord, actually. Yeah.
1: Yep, we even have an AMA section set up because we'll be doing AMA videos on Spawnwave as well. And that's all done through the Discord.
3: So yeah that's so tons people, of cool
1: stuff going on
0: people Absolutely. are gonna ask me questions
3: <laughs> yeah I, I was always iffy on discord because i was like i have twitter i have facebook skype why do i need something else to talk to everyone now uh discord is like the one thing that i always leave on running on my computer because there's just so much going on like whether it's conversations with people that i'm working with on my channel uh people who are fans of the channel or just people that want to talk about zelda it's a really cool place to like just jump into conversation for a few minutes and then leave. Evan, Works on smartphones as Evan,
1: well. I usually Evan. talk to people while I'm at work.
0: Evan educated me on the on Discord. I was not sure what it was at first. He, <laughs> yeah. he educated me on that. It's pretty cool though. I like it. and and Evan, you set up a whole bot so that once you're joined with the Patreon, even a dollar tier, I think you said, you're automatically on the Discord, right?
1: Yeah, basic channels. You even have your own chat cool. channel. channel set up for the different tiers as well
0: yes yes i do i do leave discord running as much as i can over here unless i'm recording or something on here i have to turn off because it makes a lot of noise
1: (laughs) i can i'll Um, turn that off the next time i'm over so it doesn't okay good
0: okay good i'm afraid to touch it and blow up Discord. (laughs) (laughs) um very good uh was there any other questions over on discord evan uh, not as of yet.
1: Just basic okay. talk. I mean, the new 3DS Pokemon game. Apparently, the surfing allows you to do tricks like Tony
0: Hawk. But it's just oh, a cool. casual conversation <laughs> we're talking about. I forgot that came out. That is wireless trading, I believe, too, which is kind of cool. I was a big fan of Gold and Silver back in the day.
3: Yeah, I, I have a quick question, actually. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Just sure. just uh, a short answer from you guys. What is an early Nintendo 3DS game? Uh, like some of the first released in the first year or two that you would like to see coming to the Switch? Oh gosh. An early one, wow! Yeah, like uh, um, Star Fox sixty four, uh,
0: yeah. games like that. I just remember Pilot Wings from back in the day. <laughs> I don't know why I remember Pilot Wings so much. Um, let me see what. Uh, let me let me get a list here because um, I know I know some that I would. I need to make sure it's released in the first year, though.
3: Yeah. Donald in the chat says Super Mario three D Land. John Steele says Ocarina, Kid Icarus. Someone says.
0: Okay, yeah. Icarus is a good one that's one you could bring over because that one had some weird like uh aiming and stuff i it was it was very odd i remember when people were <laughs> playing it that was was that the one you, that they did the circle pad pro for him, i think yeah, it was
3: I, I think that was one of the first ones
0: yeah i remember that one was uh that one that one needed it maybe like uh what about even like a kingdom hearts dream drop distance oh that would that would be great too Something like that that brings they, they already out. have like the up version on PS4. So. that's true, yeah. Yeah, I mean, but that's built on uh, no, that's on the new one. I don't think they moved that one on real. I think they just moved the other one on real. Um, um there's I mean, there's some decent stuff here that I'm looking at right now. Um, Kingdom Hearts is a good one though. That's one you could sell easily. I, yeah. you know what? I'm really surprised they haven't brought over yet. And this is Konami, I think Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3 HD pack. Oh, yeah. That would be really cool to have on the Switch. I'm a fan of Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3, so that's why. But that would be awesome to have. I wonder if Konami's afraid to touch
3: anything Metal Gear right now. But they have Metal Gear Survive coming out. Yeah, yeah, but like
0: that that was announced like yeah. right when the fiasco was happening. So like that's true. That's, Yeah, I guess. I mean, I would buy Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3 on the on the Switch again. <laughs> I would yeah. buy it. That'd be so cool on there. Bomberman was a lot better than I think a lot of
3: people were expecting, so just because uh, he's not there anymore doesn't mean that, you know, Konami's not producing good games.
0: Oh yeah, I mean they put it on the 360 and the PS3. Bring it over to the Switch. I would play so much of that game again. <laughs>
3: yeah. Uh, you got Master Aqua saying that he or she's a uh, Patreon in the chat, but they don't have
0: the link to. You just it. have
1: to link. You just have to link your account to your Patreon account. That's oh, pretty much it. Oh yeah, that, because
0: they, they integrated Discord and, and Patreon, yeah, right? Yeah,
1: because I set it up, and literally the moment you have your account that's on Patreon linked, it should just auto invite oh. you. Like, people are literally people are starting to just appear now in the Discord. Like Dance? now that they're linking it properly.
0: Oh, good, very good. I'm glad people are uh, are figuring that out. Very good. Yeah, I was hoping. Um, someone asked me this on Twitter just now. I think Rockstar is Nicholas. Uh, Rockstar announced Red Dead Redemption Two for Switch next Thursday. I don't think so. Um, I think that would have been at the Nintendo Direct if they were going to do that. Um, I think they. Oh, PC would be awesome. I honestly, I think they're just going to show a uh, a trailer, um, uh, more story. And that's about it. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be anything earth shattering. I would like to be wrong because I would love to see it on PC. Yeah. Um, but... All we have so
3: far is like the, the poster and then the engine trailer that showed off the lighting
0: and everything, right?
2: They
3: haven't yeah. had anything else?
0: Right. Yeah, nothing. Um, it's uh, it's going to be interesting. I do think we'll see more story uh, because they left us with a little bit of uh, – well, at least some questions on that. And then just more visuals and, and that's about it. Maybe even a release date because I think we just know it got pushed. Um, I don't. I, it, I'm not saying it can't be announced on the Switch. I just I don't think that's the most likely situation. I think PC is more likely. But, yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Trust I mean, me. Yeah. I would love to see that game on the Switch. Don't get me wrong. But I'm I think
3: thinking. they would also want to port Redemption to the Switch before just bring the game. first
0: one. Seriously, even the first one would even be awesome to have on the Switch. I love that game. That game was great. <laughs> yeah, or Grand Theft Auto. Bring Grand Theft Auto Five over. That's fine too. <laughs> yeah,
3: it already has the PS Three Three Sixty version, so mm-hmm. we, we know it could run. We
0: just and now there's no real reason for space to be an issue because SD cards are required now if you want. So
3: yeah, and the yeah. PS Three Three Sixty versions were a lot smaller than the uh, PC or PS Four versions.
0: So. Yeah, they were. Yeah, but I mean the 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 Switch has. Um, much much newer tool sets than the 360, and the PS3. So they might try to fit in some extra little little uh, you know effects and everything in there. So you might even see it run at like 720p, even to be honest. Uh, over, I think the 360 ran it at what like 540p or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it was it was low, it was in the 500s, and they just upscaled. <laughs> uh, absolutely was. <laughs> uh, but um, that was um, that was a good one. Uh, let me see any other. Well, from,
1: from Discord, we have people asking about uh-huh.
0: the, uh, the Hooter Sonic
1: crossover.
0: I was actually going to bring that up <laughs> before we signed off, but let's... Sure, we'll talk about the Hooters Sonic crossover. Jesse, did you see that?
3: I have How? not. Oh, you
0: haven't seen that? No. This is hilarious. Um, I got to look up the actual article. Because I need to see what the uh, what the implications are, like what they're doing with them exactly. But essentially, there is a collaboration between Hooters and Sonic Forces, <laughs> and this was done at a TGS. They brought out Hooters girls. They put the whole logo up next to the Sonic Forces logo with like an X next to it, like you know, you know, this and this together or whatever, plus or whatever. Um, Seeing and then, they, then they walk Sonic out in the big outfit and everything, <laughs> Sonic outfit, and put them right next to the Hooters girls for a photo op. Well, seeing
3: as uh, the way that they handle Sonic on social media, mm-hmm. this makes perfect sense.
0: He's kind of a meme, right, on, on social media? He just right. makes fun of things
3: and does yes, all this. Is, stuff. Like this, if Nintendo did this, I would have been completely shocked. But knowing how they handle Sonic, I'm just like, okay. Well,
0: well I mean, look at Nint- Nintendo partnered with Playboy for for Bayonetta, Bayonetta 2. I must have... That was out. all over the. That was that was a big deal uh, in the news a while ago. You don't remember that? That was a really big deal when Bayonetta Two came out. I mean, it was everywhere. People were shocked at this, um, and it, it wasn't anything like like you would think. It's not like you know, like like crazy stuff or anything. But still, to have that logo next to Nintendo. That was kind of a big deal.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, so this isn't as far out there although the 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 hooters thing is that's weird i don't i don't know how they came to that i don't know what boardroom they were sitting around and they were like well gotta get the hooters brand let's get (laughs) them
1: well you know that whoever's at the head of that franchise the boardroom is consists of him and his best friend like that's yeah
0: yeah uh, it's not like a
1: real thing it can't be (laughs)
0: uh yeah they talked about playboy out of splatoon Uh, also yeah yeah i just seen that i remember that too yeah that was pretty pretty recent i think right no no it was a little while ago um but still, Bayonetta with that, it was it was weird. <laughs> it's it's very odd to see that. Um, but so I, I just find the, the Hooters thing to be weird because that has zero to do with something. So like, at least at least you have obviously well, maybe, bayonetta and maybe, that makes sense. Maybe there's sense. going to be like in game marketing
3: to where like you go to a restaurant and it's Hooters girls.
0: But I don't do they even have like like chili dogs there? Do uh, I don't I don't know. That would make sense. You can you can kind of make that connection. Then it's like, well, Hooter sells chili dogs, so obviously Sonic. <laughs> you know, um, it's just an odd, odd marketing decision. I feel like they're like Applebee's. I guess I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Um, it's so weird to see that post. Ooh. So weird. So weird. Uh,
3: Deadlock in the chat says Dreamcast games for virtual console. I feel like any. Great Dreamcast game has already been ported to like PC or anything like Sonic Adventures is the one that I think of that's already been ported everywhere.
0: Well, they could they could do a lot of stuff, but here's here's what's happening with Sega with their Sega Forever thing that has been terrible right now. By the way, they're gonna be porting uh, Dreamcast games to that, so, and uh, they're gonna keep a subscription model kind of like the free to play subscription model thing. So and that's for phones as well. What's that? Oh yeah, yeah, it works for phones. phones and tablets? It's, tablet, it's Android and I think iOS right now. Um, they're porting Dreamcast to that because it's running on Unity. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know. See, maybe they, I, I feel like they should because that'd be awesome, by the way. Um, but they would probably rather bring Sega Forever over and try to do a subscription-based service. Although I think Nintendo would tell them no because they're probably going to make, obviously, Virtual Console Mm -hmm. kind of a subscription service. So, I, I don't know why they would do that. Um, it's, uh, Okay, what Dreamcast game would you see it want, want to come over?
3: Uh, they're saying Jet Set Radio. Just yes, yes. Jet
0: Set Radio was awesome. That was a great game. We know we knew it here as Jet Grind Radio. I remember buying that for the Dreamcast and absolutely loving it. Uh, Power Stone One was okay. Power Stone Two was awesome. I played Power Stone Two a lot. We had it traded in a couple times too, but that game sold for sixty bucks all day long. Yeah. Um, no C-Man. sweat. Okay, that one you need a microphone <laughs> for. That would be interesting. I don't know how that would work. Yeah, Um, You need a microphone for that. And As far as we can tell, the Switch, even though it does support it, doesn't use it right now. (laughs) Um,
3: Grandia 2? I've never heard of that one. Skies of Arcadia.
0: Skies of Arcadia is awesome. Uh, Grandia 2 is great. Uh, Good good RPG. It's kind of a basic RPG compared to ones nowadays, but it's still a good game. Um, And then, of course, you could maybe do something with Shenmue. Um, Yes, uh, we all know about this. I did the Nindies at Night. Pamela Horton... I know she was the she was the the hostess. Everyone made jokes. The hostess, yeah.
1: with the mostest.
0: Yes, it was that that was a whole thing. I know John Steele. That was a whole thing. It was absolutely Shenmue, hilarious. Sure, Shenmue one. What, you, what, they, what we'd like to see though is the Shenmue one and two English double pack. Yeah, um,
3: the chat's naming off a lot of games that I've just left off my mind for the podcast. Okay. I'm gonna, the, I'm gonna give you some is, advice,
0: Jesse. Buy Dreamcast, buy those games. <laughs> yeah, <definitely laughs> because the
1: problem is it's not just they're not just Dreamcast games, they're licensed by other people. So they're gonna not just have to get the clearance from one group. They have to go to all these other places to get them all to come in. Because most of the games on the Dreamcast I'd like to see hit the Switch would be the fighting games that are currently owned by like SNK and all that. So we probably wouldn't see them as easily. Uh somebody was
0: asking. What uh? What is Retro working on? They're working on a new IP, so we have no idea what it is.
3: Yeah, I, I hope it is a brand new IP. As much as I would love to see them take on an already popular franchise from Nintendo, as good as ARMS was, and that being really bizarre, and as good as Splatoon was, I want to see another really great IP
0: coming from Nintendo. That's
3: just brand new, something we haven't thought of before.
0: I hope so too. I like Arms came out of nowhere, and that's done well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I would I would love to see something new. Like, why not something actiony, maybe an action RPG or just action in general? Um, who knows? There's a lot of cool stuff they can do. Um, but the problem is, you can't predict. Uh, you can't predict a new IP at all. You know, maybe if it's a returning one, yeah. But you, I don't even know what the title would be. <laughs> like, yeah. You now it's really difficult. I can tell you they they probably would work on something more of like a platformer maybe. So
3: yeah i my hope is that uh grezzo brings every oasis to the switch in a year or two mm, that's interesting okay okay that would be hmm.
0: that's not a bad idea actually I, i'm talking
3: about random stuff so I, i'm sorry if i just keep rambling i don't know if you're trying to like finish off with questions or how long you're trying to All go right,
0: you're fine man you're fine we're going to be finishing up soon actually yeah. um here in a minute yeah, so. Danor Burgers in the chat says, is that middle Jesus? No, I am Jesse. <laughs> Game <laughs> over Jesse. It's Jesse, man. <laughs> um, Evan, did you, do we have any other questions over in uh, Discord? Uh, I
1: mean, Discord is mostly just people coming in and saying hi now that they've okay. figured it out. Uh, I guess we have the Pokey Madness question of the week, which, I mean, we've been <laughs> spamming for a while now. Can we stop saying no one asked for this? It's a stupid argument that makes no sense. No one asked for cars and, like, I, I, is this a question or is it a statement <laughs> <laughs> like this happens this seems to happen week to week and oh, I, mean, man. I don't i don't know <laughs> like does <laughs> no one asked for this can also be used in a positive way like if a company does something amazing that no one asked for like
0: oh. i don't i don't know that's true uh, okay like, well how about um how about uh we go around here and jesse you can tell you can tell people where to find you
3: Yes, you can find me, everything I do, at youtube.com slash gameoverjesse. Typically, it is a lot of Nintendo and Zelda-focused content, but we've been trying to broaden stuff with uh, different top ten videos, like top ten gaming mysteries, top ten scariest moments in gamings, Uh, just random top ten videos like that. But usually anything Zelda or Nintendo-related we're covering, whether it's news, gameplays, secrets, theories, everything. Very good,
0: very good. And uh, Evan, where can they find you, man?
1: Pretty much anything we're doing really on Spawn Wave. uh, You can follow me at Kimmerich Project on Twitter if you want, or Instagram. I post all my art stuff up there. Uh, My YouTube channels have kind of slowed down just because I'm trying to retool some things. Uh, I just demonetized all of my stuff because that's not really what those channels are about. It's about more than just needing money. It's rather just you guys being able to check stuff out and see how I work and stuff with games and with artwork things. So uh, you can check Very those good. out if you want.
0: Very good. That's awesome, man. Cool. I guess we're we're good here then, right? Um overall, thanks guys for tuning in Saturday night as usual, nine PM Eastern. Hopefully uh next week we have Max and Philip back. Hopefully. <laughs> I think we will though. Um hopefully you guys enjoyed uh I guess uh really joey's take on doom and how it looked and everything it seems like it's going to play well so if you're looking forward to doom on the switch it's probably worth a pickup um thanks guys for tuning in and we'll see you next saturday night 9 p.m eastern see you then